Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to The Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... What to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&D, and uh, the original co-host, Primetime, is at San Diego Comic-Con. So, when you listen to this, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a big fuck you. Okay? Oh, that's so, he's so lucky. Yeah, he's, he, he's so lucky. Yeah, he ain't been answering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know what? So, my filling in co-host right now is, uh, we're going to be from... The hard R from the Soul Track Enterprise Quattro. What's going on? My lovely wife, the greatest catch lady sketch. What's up, y'all? And the man behind the copyrighted music, the man, the myth, the reality, yeah. Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Yeah. We are here. Yeah, so uh, uh, glad that, you know, we got a full house today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean this again. Fuck you, primetime. <laughs> I, 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 I actually put over Nerd Coalition because I don't know if you're going to Comic-Con, you know, to put over your reviews. But I'm just saying. Mm. I want to go. Yes, oh, I, boy. we need to go. Yo, that that needs to be like an older kind trip. No we need to go right now. Plan that for yet next year. I won't go to older kind. Hands down. <laughs> Haven't been to the San Diego Convention Center in the world. I am quite afraid of how large this con is probably. Is. Oh, he says it's the big. It's this the biggest one? Yeah, that that. It's that the main center one. Is huge. This gotta be at least a smooth two miles. We, we, we can't hear you at all. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to say all that again. I no, I'm saying walk mic. two miles uh, of San Diego Comic-Con. Go. I mean this on my heart. If we put a serious nerd coalition act into this 2019, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, see you. <laughs> it trumps everything else that summer. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> every, everything is there. So, you know, You can cosplay at Comic-Con. Right. Right. She, especially supposed to do. I'll be Darkwing Duck. It don't uh, even matter. <laughs> so, uh, all right, but before we get into, uh, you know, to today's topics, we got to pay the bills. And that is, make sure you guys check out Spacious Productions. Uh, make sure you check out the Market Dark Show, their weekly show, and uh, see what kind of cool episodes they got up on there. Uh, I, I know Lady Sketch was just listening to them do the Tyler Perry, was it Tyler Perry's... Uh, what oh, you? he was talking about acrimony. Acrimony. Oh God, I, yeah. it was funny. I, <laughs> that movie sounds like it is trash and a half, and I just I, saw <laughs> it. I can't even. You saw acrimony? I saw acrimony. Why? It was a random scene with a friend. Oh. And um, 
she deserved it. <laughs> she deserved that. Look, I'm not giving no spoilers, but uh, trust me, don't look for that on a movie experience. But I'm just letting you guys know that uh, they ain't going to go see it. So yeah, and uh, you guys should check us out the nerd uh, the Nerdgasm Talk podcast and the No Gimmicks Needed podcast on Spacious Productions. And if you guys are on YouTube, you can make sure you hit that subscribe button for weekly podcast uploads. And if you guys listen to us on the podcast apps, you know uh, we are on Stitcher iTunes, SoundCloud, Speaker, Google Play, all the great podcast apps. And also make sure if uh, recently we've been doing retro reviews of pay-per-views. And the most recent one we did was King of the Ring of 1998 because we're at the 20-year anniversary yeah. where Mick Foley fell off the hell in the cell. Right. And they can't recreate it if they want to. Kevin Owens. I was about to say that. Yeah, I, was I was about, about to say, to say that. yeah. They said, they said Kevin Owens was paying tribute to the Attitude Era yeah, during saying, that match. Yeah, you know, they pissed me off. I'm saying, but I seen the crash pad. Thanks, Kevin Dunn. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, so if you guys want to review any retro uh, pay-per-views, whether it's from WWE, WCW, ECW, TNA, you guys can email us at therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Again, that's therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. This December to December happen and reflect on why we didn't like it. I we know it. we hate it. Yeah. But how about why? <laughs> Well, I do know we're, we're in July. I don't know if we're gonna get to a Great American Bashing time, but I do want us to review a retro SummerSlam. Yeah. So. Hey. Yeah, because SummerSlam was definitely. Can I get high step step in JBL? Oh, you talking two thousand? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, thank you. There is nothing in that peer review that I like. In the main event, they don't even talk about it no more. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas is done. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. But speaking of drama. Uh, the WWE has just now uh, said this week. Well, actually, by the time we recorded, it was about it was like a uh, yeah, this past Sunday that uh, Hulk Hogan has been reinstated into the WWE Hall of Fame, which I didn't even know he was out. <laughs> right, boy, Hulk Hogan. Right. Yeah, so yeah, Hulk Hogan is back, and then he um had a meeting with the you know as they call it, the boys in the back backstage at Extreme Rules, and there has been a lot of mixed reviews. Or he and, was walking around crying, right? Probably was going to be on camera. Yeah, I heard he was walking around crying, talking to superstars in the back. I heard it was all BS. <laughs> Bro, I said this all sound like lip service. That's why I was like, he got taken out of the Hall of Fame where in Vince's fucking mind, like they have a building. Like, <laughs> oh, we got Lady Scott Stein over here. <laughs> 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 Big Mama Pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, the sirens oh. is rolling. Uh, so, so, um, but yeah, so uh, Hogan is back, and then of course there is now. I was like, I want to bring this up because as for anybody who listens or knows us, right now we are a group of black nerds. That's what we are. We can't, I am black. This yes, is true. Yep. Yes, sir. We, we can't oh, yeah. change that. So there were a lot of things. I mean, everybody is aware of the reasons why Hogan was taken out three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He said something that was a little controversial. Maybe <laughs> threw out some words he wasn't supposed to say about us. He got caught saying the N-word. Oh, I mean, like, uh, uh, no, no. He, saying. Say, 
Getting caught saying the N-word is like, you know, you walk past, somebody walk past you, you say, and it's, it comes out that way. You're like, did he just say? No, this no, man. This man went on a whole tirade. This, like, th- yeah, this man, I mean, it, it made Shaq and Dennis Rodman think twice about being his friend. <laughs> you saying he Kramer did? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. 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 I can, I, 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 can, I can say that. But you know what? So I was sitting right now. I was doing all my research. I was doing all my things. And the people, you know, had... um. You know, certain things to say of pe- people that are respected in the community, such as, well, the wrestling community, I should say. Uh-huh. New Day, Tyson O'Neal, Mark Henry, of course. And then Mark Henry was saying on TMZ that it's uh, like a 50-50 split between the uh, superstars in the back of welcoming Hulk Hogan back. Uh-huh. And, I mean, well, especially with the African-American superstars. And I've been listening to other podcasts earlier today, and, you know, they, they, they were talking about, you know, Hogan and everything. But before we get into all that, I want to get... Y'all opinion and y'all take a Hulk Hogan comeback and you know what? I want y'all honest opinion. That's what my podcast is all about. You know what I'm saying? And then we should be able to express our voice freely. Uh, yes. If, if I may. Right. Yeah. Um where's Hulk Hogan from again? Venice Flo- Beach. Yeah, Venice Beach, Florida. Oh, so, Florida? Yeah. Oh, wow. I only only know only know because right. of glow. Right. So <laughs> they are they down there stringing them up. So So um I, I guess Miss Danny, you from the South, right? Yeah, my whole family from Al- Andalusia, Alabama. <laughs> Woo! As, so, as I was told, the one stoplight town. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I'm pretty sure y'all can tell from the wedding that they buy from the South. <laughs> <laughs> a man that grew up in the South, I'm a thoroughly believe that was regular speech for him. I'm not saying it's right. Oof. I'm saying that was normal for him. And he got caught not being WWE WWF's Hulk Hogan. He got caught being Terry. Terry Belay. <laughs> so that's why when it happened, I'm like, I'm not all the way surprised that that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could get it all into deep of whether you're black, you're white, should you say it, should you not. I really think he just got caught being himself. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, you know when you in the public light, you got to watch yourself. And he did it. So, for him to come back... Oh, now, to be... I'm going to cut you off, but no to problem. be fair, it was a private conversation. It was a private conversation. That don't mean nothing, though. Good. I mean, we're we, we well, going to get well, to upset. You know what? Let me comment on that. Mm. Um, If I use the contrast, our president has some, some stuff in private that is not okay in public. Mm-hmm. Correct. He did some shit in public. Yeah. Right? You all the way right about that one. So, so, yes, that was a private conversation. So you could absolutely make the argument, yo, man, that's between A and B. Of course, everybody shouldn't have heard that. But you want to be real, even between A and B, should you really have been saying that though? No. But if you want to be all the way more real than that, he been like that his whole life. Mm-hmm. That's something that he been used to. So, I understand why he got the backlash he did. Taking him out of the Hall of Fame for that, right and wrong at the same time. You know, I, when, when it gets to my turn, I got some comments about the whole, whole Hall of Fame. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because I honestly think they made it worse by t- telling everybody they took him yeah, out. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. And yeah. then, him coming back. <laughs> no, I'll finish up mm. real soon. Him, him coming back, I could understand people giving him the side eye. 
Because you know what? That's like you found out something else about a good friend, and you was like, yo, I didn't know that about you before. Now nah, I look at you different. Mm-hmm. So the whole locker room is looking at him different. But let's be real, at the same time, you can't erase him from wrestling history. You can't really Chris Benoit this man. Because he's Hogan. Because he's Hogan. Not even just that, but, um, and I would never, I don't want anybody to take this lightly because I am a very proud black woman. She is. um, Right on. (laughs) I don't think that anybody would hold saying the N-word in the same vein as a murder-suicide. That's... Mm-hmm. that's yeah. No. I, I mean, the only thing you probably could do to get Chris Benoit is do what Chris Benoit did. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's all you Pretty much. do. Like, right. So... I mean, and besides, like, you know, shit on this is this, but he probably... He might not even... <laughs> or if you Paul Hunt, London just laugh at the wrong time. So... Yeah, so... So, um... Yeah. I, I understand what a locker room, like... Yo, you wrong for doing that, but at the same time, part of my career is because of you. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he should be a part of WWE, but at the same time, where we at in WWE, it's not like we need him in the mainstay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely right. a part of That's- WWE history. Yes, he should probably be back for the big um, um, Raw 25s and stuff of the world. Yes. That because that that alludes to him. Mm-hmm. That don't mean he should be at the next NXT. No, <laughs> you know, and that's how I feel about it. Yes, he should be there, but that don't mean he need to be in the front and center. But we can't ignore him at the same time. Okay, uh, Q Flow. Um, I'm a I'm gonna piggyback a little bit because here's 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 my problem with it. Yes, you can't erase you can't erase his history from the company. But it's like this is somebody. This is somebody everybody looked up to. I mean, eat your vitamins and 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 praise the Lord and all that shit. And it's like, bruh, no way is my home like is is my hero like like saying all this shit. And um, you know, as I God, it's like 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 it's it's Hogan, and it's like, bruh, like you you're a legend, man, and and you got caught. And if this is how you are outside of the public light, I don't like it, man. I don't like it. I feel um, you. I feel you, Q, but you know they say all the time you should never meet your heroes. Never I was meet just your, about to say. Never meet your heroes. It sucks. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Ahead, that's a fact. And, 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 I, and I fell into that. Um, I really I really ain't got much. I mean, oh, no, 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 fuck it, man. No, no, go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. We're going to dig deep, Go ahead, ladies, cat. No, I was about to say, never meet your heroes. Uh, prime example, and this is completely unrelated to wrestling. Mm. Uh, we went to a Lauren Hill concert. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Last oh, week, right? No. <laughs> exactly. So, my best friend is a huge Lauren Hill fan, bro. Like, her favorite artist. People always be like, she even looked like her. Mm. Knows the album, top to bottom, all that. We get there, and that concert... Mm. <laughs> it was so disappointing and she was like physically angry the whole last like hour and a half of the concert she was just like why would she be like this how could she do this and blah 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 and she really texted her boyfriend and was like never meet your hero <laughs> I 
die, bro. Because see, it's just like see. you got your hopes up too high for this person. Right. And now when they don't live up to what you thought they were, then what? And then it's like I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, I don't know because I met my hero and he told me, "Don't stop being cool." Like I was happy. No, let me stop. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I I get it. I get it. And it's just like. Don't 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 they say like integrity is who you are when nobody's looking and it's like mm. where's yeah. your integrity, man? This podcast deep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Where's it, your, like nah, where's your integrity at, man? And then and then it's like, yo, and then I swear to God, this is why I hate internet wrestling fans. Because somebody's sitting here, like I get it, I get it like uh it's it's a who should I mean should the N word be said, period type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like somebody's like somebody like don't don't go saying, Well, Booker T said it. Booker T's black. Like I don't understand what you're. What are you? What are you? What are you getting at? I'm about. I'm about like, to spin that one real quick. Vince McMahon said it. Vince, to Booker he, T on live TV. I'm no, not looking at the, the TV. No, like, he, said, he said to Cena. He said to Cena, and Booker T was standing there. Oh yeah, I'm that's right. Here. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you for correcting. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's like like don't don't go don't. Well, well why y'all not mad at Booker T? See, this this is the thing also that. WWE brings a lot of misdirected anger on themselves. Mm-hmm. And to, to start off, I was not a big Hogan fan from the 80s. When I was growing up and when I started wrestling, my grandfather watched Ric Flair. Gotcha. So that's how oh. I started in WCW. Okay. I didn't start liking Hogan until the NWO. Okay. And I was like, okay, Hogan's kind of cool now because he's in NWO. He's wearing all black. You know, he's playing. He coming out to the Jimi Hendrix and he's just yeah playing that air guitar. You it, see it, that all in the undisputed era. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, then, and I'm just like, you know, that was cool, and I liked NWO Hogan. I was never a big fan of Red and Yellow Hulk Hogan. I just love the song. Yeah. I can't tell you how much I love. Yeah. That song. Wait, 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 wait! You talking yeah. about the Real American like song? I talking? really love the Real American oh, song. God, uh. no. I like, I like both of the songs. I like the. Cause he had another Hendrix song, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had another Hendrix song. Yeah, that one. That's the one he came back. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I actually like yeah. that one too. But um, I like I like both of them. And you know the 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 the, the thing is is there are Hogan fanatics out there. Mm-hmm. There are actually black people that are Hogan fanatics. I've seen them. And actually, <laughs> it was one at what? Rome? House, the, yeah, yeah, House of Hardcore too. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, there, there is a uh, uh, there's also one of my favorite YouTubers named The Laxman who's a huge Hogan fan. And then when these things came out, it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. It, it's hurtful because one, you know, it's like, man, we've been supporting you. Because first of all, Hogan has it ain't like Hogan ain't never been around Black Hill before. Absolutely. I mean, he's from the south. Ain't that how he tried to spend it the first time he got caught saying it? Yeah. No. The way he, because uh, when he got said it, he said it like, okay, because I'm going to bring up the whole Michael Hayes thing too. But uh, uh. I, 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 what I'm saying is, like, he had he had people riding for him. This is before even the thing even came out of Rodman and Shaq. And these people was cool. Like, I'm talking to Hogan damn near on a daily basis type thing. Uh-huh. And it's just like, when you, it's, and then. I, I, I swear I'm not defending. Look, I really did all my homework and looked at all angles. What they were saying was they were even shocked because they didn't see Hogan as racist. And I'm like, I mean, that's with a lot of racist people. <laughs> you, know, yeah. I mean, you don't see him as racist. However, now you know with the conversation actually, you know, hearing it and some of that I was like, bruh, 
these, these, these drones is flying out like you're a professional at it. Yeah. And, uh, go, go, go ahead. I, Chime in all, all, all we do. I absolutely, I do, I do not mean to interrupt you. Uh-huh. But I I know some of the people, and I feel like Q-Flow has been around me, around some of these people that I know, that throw this word out. <laughs> like, like this. Like I'm going to let you know right now. Dang, I... It, it, I ain't never heard him say it around me. Okay. Like water in the rain. <laughs> just falling. And you're just sitting there lo- looking at him sometimes like, I don't know if I should correct you, beat your ass, or just say something or let it ride. There's so many things going on. But sometimes people get so comfortable with you. And it makes people, and this is for me talking to someone that says it normally. Well, you say it. And you just use it as such a conversational term, and I'm comfortable with you, so I feel like I can say it because I'm not saying it in a racist overtone towards you. And it's like, am I including you? If I don't say it, am I shutting you out? Is it cool? And I feel like that's the real problem. There's really no broke down bias on. Well, there's a difference between ignorance and hatred. True. There is. is. There's a huge difference. There is, see, now. Because you know, one one thing I think WWE messed up on was even acknowledging that they took him out the Hall of Fame. Period. Because exactly. it makes it bigger than what it should have been. Because it Ugh. looks like it was just lip service in the first place. Like y'all never took him out. Y'all just saying it now that he was reinstated to make it look like he had some kind of punishment. When in all actuality, y'all ain't care. Uh huh. No, no, no. Now there is other ways to put. Because see, now when you do that, all other fans are asking like, well. Why is Warrior still in the Hall of Fame? Why is uh all, there's some a lot of other questionable people in the Hall of Fame? And when you take him out for saying that, and you got the Ultimate Warrior, and he's still getting Warrior Awards exactly. every he year, mm-hmm. why the hell is he still in there? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then now, now you you get a bigger question, and now that since he's being reinstated, now you got people asking. So you mean to tell me if Hogan goes back in, why can't China why go can't in? Why can't China be in? Because Stephanie McMahon is a petty bitch. <laughs> uh, he was in you. Yeah. You ain't getting in. <laughs> that, that, that that has been WWE's biggest problem, especially with uh, the double standard. They it, have it, the, the, a lot of nepotism going on in there. It's a lot of favoritism and, going on. In there. And the question is, you had to say, okay, so people was like, Aren't you know, you? It, still got a job. It, <laughs> He is yeah. the locker room uncle. You leave Ron Pillow. He, he was on SmackDown and said, Hey, Todd Dillinger, shut it, it off to the back. <laughs> How are you still work here? There, there is a... Uh, the, the one question that people have to ask themselves is... Because first of all, everybody was asking, when is it too long for you know to forgive somebody? Okay, the question is, why now? Why? What's the point of bringing Hulk Hogan? But he can't wrestle no more. It's... It gave me, it's did you, PR. Did you, did you, is did you, hear, did you hear the no, rumor? Did you hear the rumors? No, it's, no. It's we will get into the rumors in the rumor mill. He's not dying. No. I, I mean, it's Hogan related. Never mind. I uh, think okay, it's you know. because right now you have a lot of um, opportunity to, uh, for lack of a better term, exploit your minorities in the company, being your women, your actual minorities, like your uh, et- ethnic mm-hmm. You got a lot of opportunity now because people want to see black people and women and Hispanic people and all that doing well because it's shit. Ten a, years ago, Amos and Gorgan Amos would never been the main event of anything. It's a new yeah 
Mm. All you had was Eddie Guerrero. That's it. And his freaking song was I Lie, I Cheat, I Still. I still take some kind of issue with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's wrong. But. The Mexicos came out on Walmart. Mac Militant? (laughs) It is a lot. Is a lot of opportunity right now to make to make to spin it, and this is the thing. I was never a Hulk Hogan fan. Mm. Hulkamania, NWO, none of it. I never was a Hulk Hogan fan. I never bought into the lore of Hulk Hogan, so I could care less if he was gone. I prefer he be gone. So, but um, whether he was gone because they just didn't need him, or going because he out here uh, spouting n words, is makes no difference to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just personally thought the whole. I think the whole thing now is. is well, it's, it's funny. Are you in a hard house back there, kid? Nah. Oh, that's that's my brother's upstairs. Upstairs? Uh, <laughs> upstairs? Were you outside? Oh, funny as shit. I'm in my I'm in my living room. Oh. oh. What? Uh, <laughs> my fault. Let me let me let me let me back away from the. No. It's, cool. it's how you sit like right side of the door. Jason's lyrics. One. Yeah. <laughs> Two. My bad. My bad. My bad. It's just like I feel like the way to go about it now. Nobody knows how to broach the subject and also it I feel like now it feels inauthentic because of where we at as a country at this point to 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 your point about people who say it because they feel like they're comfortable with you this country a lot of countries have uh, and, and and I'm about to get a little deep with go, y'all go ahead. have go ahead. internalized anti-blackness right. that they whether they try to bring it out or not or they think they subconsciously it's, it comes out because it's inherent in you uh-huh. it's you know the same reason why people who are of different ethnicities in different countries the darker skinned people are always shoved to the back or made fun of or whatever the case is y'all can so saying the n-word here it is like second nature to people when they in they, the comfort of their own home or in their own territory because, like y'all said, he's from the South. I'm quite sure it's probably so many people that just let that don't fly out. Just Shit, off, WCW at in the, general. At the drop of a <laughs> dime. <The rock>. <laughs> <laughs> at the drop of a dime, they probably let Not it fly. man, Hulk. Oh, yeah. Boy, yeah like. exactly. And it was, and it's the same thing with a lot of the stuff that's happening. Other things that are happening now, like the whole Me Too movement. People uh-huh. were just like, well, that was 30 years ago. Well, that don't mean it make it any better. People was trash 30 years ago. Uh-huh. So just because it was of their time doesn't make it okay. Uh-huh. It's like... I'm not. I was not shocked or surprised or anything, and it wasn't like you said. It is the context because some people will be, you know, they drop it in there because they think it's all right to say it. Mm-hmm. But there was hatred in them words. There was not. It was not a. Oh well, this is just what I call black people when they're not looking, you know, because uh, that's what I think of them. There was hatred in those words. It'd be different if it was like. You know, my nigga Shaq was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> was like, X, Y, and Z. Right. But he was like, no, I don't want them N-words shacking up my dog. Like, he was going in, <laughs> bro. Like, oh, he, whoa. There was hatred there. Unless it's a eight-foot-tall nigga like Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. Because it's just like, and then, you know what's so funny? You, and then you see these women that have pops like that. And they end up with a black dude. 
Because they go and they hang out with black people, and they was like, "Well, y'all not in words. I don't understand why my dad was true." I've lived that. <laughs> yes. So I mean, I I like this. Y'all got the sauce, you know. I you know. is this seasoning? <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's like occasion to me. <laughs> I'm dead. So it's just like I think now is I don't really want to see the I'm not a racist press tour no more. We didn't seen it with Paula Dean. We didn't seen uh-huh. it with so many other people that done got caught with their pants down because that's how really who they are. Uh-huh. And everybody's just like, well, that's just because they say it doesn't mean that he's a racist. People been saying since um, 45 got in the office, he's not a racist. He's just president. Bro, we not going to go into this debate. It's about what you do behind the act. Like, what's the actions behind the words? And I don't mean your lip service saying oh well I went and talked to some little brown kids at the Brewers and Girls Club and I want y'all to tell me what else I need to do I want you to change your inherent nature of feeling like it's okay to say the n-word when there's no black person around to see you yeah it's a private conversation but like uh, Q was saying integrity is who you are when nobody's looking if you are out here spewing hatred when you think nobody's looking, then that's who you really are. You know, all the ugly comes out when you get to you get to be yourself. Uh-huh. When you sitting in your house well, scratching then, if that's your the ass case, on the couch. We all have a little ugly now. This is true. Everybody Absolutely. has a little ugly. It's just, does it come out? Because trust me, in the comfort of our own home, of course, everybody has their moment. It's just, and yeah, I tell you, I'm above that. At yeah, all. oh, no, no, because one thing I, I don't like in the comfort of, I mean, this is just for humans in general. Yeah, in the comfort of our own home, there are things that it's gonna make us mad, and we're not gonna say the most polite thing. But mm-hmm. we, if we in the comfort of our own, look, I guarantee you, you got about me, about you probably got 95% of white America that calls us niggas, mm-hmm. of course. okay, and you know what I'm saying, and then you, you I mean. There, there could be a time that we in the house and we come back from wearing Chinese food and we so mad at them and we call we call them Asians about how to chop up these dogs and our yep. food and shit. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> Everybody has yes. a little bit of prejudice in them, whether yeah. they want to. Everybody's a little bit racist. racist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody don't see no heard that. Yeah. <laughs> there is some inherent, but the problem is the stigma that's attached to that word in particular. Makes thing it it snowballs so quickly because you don't hear you hear uh, racial slurs towards um, Hispanics and blacks. I feel like now still at a much higher percentage, especially because we live in an urban area. Right. Mm. Then you do other um, racial slurs um, or insensitivities, and because people still feel comfortable enough to say them because they still feel like we are inferior. Um, to ask you a question, mm, mm. do you think other people of those of the races, uh, other than black people, who have their racial slurs, do you think they feel that way about their racial slurs? They probably do. I feel like because it's not as um, publicized. Yeah, it's not as publicized. Like you don't. I ain't saying no racial slurs on here, so right. <laughs> that's not happening. Like we but, all know what they are exactly. But yeah, but if yeah. you hear a racial slur towards. A Mexican or towards right. uh, an Italian, Jewish a people, Jew, yeah. Asian. Uh-huh. or an Asian person. Hell, even some white people. Mm. Yeah, so you mm. you don't hear them like it's not as scandalized in the media as as the N word because there's such 
like the, you get such backlash from that because how many different times do people have to tell you not to say it? But because you, you don't see people put in slipping in racial slurs about a lot of other races in TV shows no. or music, and also because we do say it among ourselves. We we do we and do. a lot. I do, and I also don't think because see, it's also a double edge because like when you hear about people like Dennis Rodman. And you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> he ain't the best example for anything. That's what I'm saying. And if he makes it, it seem like it's okay. Because see, it, it, this is the thing that's weird to me. From doing all my homework and listening for back for three years and a half ago, the people that came out to defend him, I'm not talking about now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when it first happened or before then. See, it's a, it's like a different kind of reaction that I'm not understanding. And I'm, and what I mean by that is not just before the fact that it's Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. It's just like when Donald Sterling said all that stuff, ain't nobody back him up. For the owner from the Clippers, right? Right. He look like. But I, I'm just saying, and you know what? He basically said, "Fuck it." That's what I'm saying. It's like mm-hmm. now, if my family come from the south and being being in that southern uh, area, mm-hmm. there's two kinds of races. Okay, mm-hmm. there's the one that I don't give a shit about who you are. If you're a nigga in the morning, you're a nigga at night. The end. Mm-hmm. And if I get caught, then I'm going. And I'm saying, I, whatever, I'm going to jail. But you're gonna know that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you have the ones that you know don't really want to hate, but they hate you enough to you know keep your distance mm-hmm. from from a type of thing. Closeted, dead. In a, oh no, they ain't too many closets in the south. There's not too many closets in the south, but they they still pleasant because we in the south. Because it's southern hospitality. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, but do you still want some tea? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might spit in it when I go in the back. <laughs> But I'm I'll get you. I'm gonna put enough sugar in the cup. Is is that is that principle alone type thing? But the the way that certain celebrities and like I said, all these celebrities don't hold really much of a candle. Or you know, some sort of black people like when when they were kind of forgiving of Hulk Hogan, or they, they say you know I'm willing to work with him. How do y'all feel about? I saw what you keep for because you haven't been talking too much. When of about of a second chance. Now, I'm not trying to turn the podcast into a different kind of feel here, but me and uh, my wife went to go see uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor with Mr. Rogers. Oh, Mr. Rogers? Yes. Uh-huh. That is probably one of the, the, the top three greatest movies this year. Just putting, putting it out there. Oh, wow. And y- Yes, it was a good movie. I heard all good about it, actually. Oh, bruh. That was man great. was Christ on Earth. Okay. <laughs> And there are a lot of people with the morals of he was an ordained minister. And instead of teaching religion, because we know how that get, gets turned around. And, you know, say, look, famous person said the most segregated hour in America is at 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We segregate, especially in the, in the church home. But it was more apparent and more of a, a thing to be Christ-like, to love your enemies. Uh-huh. To right. be able to forgive them. Now we on Earth, we can't do that. I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and say I, I'm, I'm. I'm nowhere near Christ. Okay, but however, how do y'all feel about certain people that are able to forgive and work with him? Okay. So Q. Q. Um, I feel like I mean, it's a mature thing. Um, I feel like some people, some people are at that level where they can just. You know, they won't forget, but it's like, I'm going to forgive you, and I'm going to work with you because I have to. Like, 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 if it's part of your job, 
it's like you're gonna do your job it's like you know what whatever it's, it's the same thing it's the same thing like i remember um just a quick example um a science class i had some i took a science class in a community and they were talking about evolution or whatever and someone else was going about you know the whole the the, the bible yeah and it's like and it's like it's like it's a time and a place for that like this this is your class. Like you can't put on, like, I, like you know me. I believe in it, but it's like that, that's not going to get me my A on my final. Yeah. So it's like, so you know, it's like it's a time and a place. It's like, um, you so you know, and it's just like, like I said, like, like it's a, it's also a maturity level, I think. And if you know, if you're ready, you know, if you're willing to forgive, then then kudos to you. Some people just aren't ready to forgive, and. That's you know that's just something that they have to work on honestly. But um, like I said, like if it's part if they're if it's if they're doing it because it's their you know they have to do their job, they have to get through their job, and it's like you know yeah I'm gonna get I'm gonna do this I'm gonna work with you just because you know I'm getting paid to, like I have to do my job I'm, I don't want to get fired. So that's that's how I'm seeing it. Right. It's uh, not really a bad thing to me. I I hear what you're saying, Q, but I'm not gonna roll with the word mature there. I'm gonna roll with the word of realism. Um, mm-hmm. I think the one of the realest statements in the world, and I know I try to use it a lot. You got to do what you got to do. Real talk to get where you need to get, so you can be where you want to be. Mm-hmm. It's I agree. All seriousness, like I think we can all legit think of one person that we work or have worked with did not like nor wanted to be around that person may not respect them didn't want to acknowledge them didn't want to deal with them but guess what i gotta get this check because i need this money to do these certain actions in my life i need to go to this family function and deal with this person to get what i need to get we all do things that we don't want to do because we feel that we have to for our life Mm-hmm. So, for the people that's like, you know what, I need to eat this and work with this man because this is my livelihood, I don't got nothing bad to say to them because you are doing what you need to do to get by. And guess what? I would do the same thing. I can absolutely say, if he said that to me directly, meant it about me. I can hate him all I want. But guess what? If I need that check and I see that check is important enough to live my life, I got to do my job. Exactly. I am not going to let my personal feelings affect my livelihood. And I think yeah, that's at the this point, yeah, you just keep decision. the personal feelings. However, keep, keep them at home. How, how, uh, however, there's a difference between being realism, being mature, what both words I say, and also abuse because there's a difference you're not going to be on a workplace and I'm going to be abused if 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 I'm oh, going to no. if I'm going to be and, I, and I'm talking about verbally abuse because I can, I got if I got to work with you that's fine but if I'm going to be verbally abused I'm not saying Hogan's going around here and verbally abusing any of the boys in the back mm-hmm. in, in the locker room and stuff like that but I'm saying if it was one of those things while I'm being verbally abused like they were back in the 80s the 60s the 70s and you had to deal with that. You'd be killed type uh, scenario. That's kind of different. But, you know, it's, it's kind of like what the, the New Day said here. And I'm going to read some of what they said here, uh, paraphrase a little bit. And Because and, Kofi and uh, uh, Xavier Woods and Biggie all put this out together. It's going to be the last one they say about it. But they said. I read that as well. Yeah, they said, how do we feel indifferent? 
Uh, we are not happy, sad, angry, or resentful. Who WWE puts in the Hall of Fame is totally and completely up to the company from a career standpoint. There is no argument whether or not Hogan should have this place. And then he skips saying, we do not respond with with feelings of hate. The statement reads, instead, instead we just do not associate with the people who convey or have conveyed this negative and hurtful mindset. This instance will be no different. Perhaps if we see him make a genuine effort to change, then maybe our opinion will change with him. Time will tell. And I think that was very professional. Right. I, I, I feel right. like that's a piece of what all we're saying. I don't agree with what happened, but I'm going to keep doing what I got to do. Yeah. But right. I don't but, like but, what you but said. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about like the verbal abuse part. Like I'm not going to go to work. And, and and get kind of you know what I mean like yeah. oh god these niggas are lazy like no like, that's that's not gonna happen yeah you see because I mean, there, there's also in law that that's verbal abuse I'm gonna thoroughly say it I've seen and know of situations with things like that that happen yeah. when some when like a manager not maybe not using that word mm. but is actively talking down to a coworker and and you can approach that coworker like yo that ain't right they can't be talking to you like that. I got real hood with it right yeah. there because stuff like that makes me angry. Uh-huh. And you know what that coworker really do sometimes? Look you dead in the face and say, all the way real, what am I going to do? I can go to my manager's manager. Right. I've done that before. And they say something as simple as, oh, we'll look into it. So I didn't went down the avenues. I could go to the HR director. And the H&R director says, oh, we'll put in a case for it. You know what happens when they put in these cases? Being a supervisor myself, they pull the supervisor or direct manager. This coworker made these things about you. So we are investigating you or seeing if you do that. You know what happens? They react with retaliation. And everywhere it says they have a no retaliation policy. But you know what it's like when you can feel someone that dislike you. We you can feel someone trying to hurt you. Yes, that that, that happens in everyday thing. But there's also they, they they have to put contingencies in place for toxic work environment. Because even if you go back to WWE, this ain't the first time this happened. Right. The, the whole Michael Hayes thing, like I said earlier, was he had a thing where since he's been around so many black people stuff like that, and he got drunk, he starts saying you know the N word, just mm-hmm. randomly, just nigga 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 nigga, nigga everything. Mm-hmm. That's what he's been saying. And then Mark Henry didn't appreciate that to the point where Mark went to Vince, Mark went to Stephanie, and they said, if you want him gone, he's gone to Michael Hayes' face. This is all on the WWE you are, uh, with Legend JBL. And I saw that. And yeah. that's oh, absolutely wow. right. But we all know it, that don't always happen. It don't always happen, but I'm just saying, but that's the contention you have in place. Because first of all, Michael Hayes is not Hulk Hogan. That's number one. You're right. Okay. And, You're uh, right. Yeah. And uh, But Mark said, you know what? We're going to leave him here. And I, I want to actually explain to him why this word may be hurtful to us. Or why this, you know, that the people you may hang out with don't have respect for the term. Mm-hmm. That's why now for this podcast I'm doing it because of the, the you know the the topic. But however, I try to refrain from that word because I hate being a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm black or not, whether we have our own code or not, 
I wasn't alive when that word meant like there there are there are ancestors of ours that that was the last word they heard before they died. Mm-hmm. That's correct. You know, and that you know that's crazy. That that that's a very powerful thing, and 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 then we we try to change it, give it that word kind of power, but I think it just should be eradicated. Period. In my personal opinion, I, you, you, it's not going to be eradicated. Yeah, that, that, that's go- where I'm at with it. it it's not. It going would to be. It would be awesome if there was certain things. That word, other bad words, bad say, statements, thoughts. If we could just eradicate them completely, but that is not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. But with with the, the resources that we have, we have to try to make a non-toxic work environment. And right now, with with, with the way New Day said things, the types on New Day. Because first of all. He ain't gonna be in the back of Raw Spider every week. He's right. not. Let's. Here's hoping he's not. Yes. <laughs> now, granted, they got something saying. Now, look, we have known from the history of it. Vince McMahon is very racially insensitive. Right. With everybody, that's yep. what he is. And Vince McMahon, when he sees his money, okay, Hogan draws money. Yeah. But here's the thing: we ain't got supported. If two K twenty was making the pre-order, I ain't got to buy the pre-order. You know what? You're right. But if they say next week on SmackDown, AJ is fighting Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam. No. no. If that, you know, damn I'm not saying not that happening. would happen. No, look. But no. if that did, people would buy tickets. But you, No, no. Not for that. But honestly, <laughs> what, what they're trying to do, the rumor is they want to have Bobby Lashley beat Lesnar mm-hmm. and, and, have Hogan, going, yeah. and have Hogan endorse him. Well, no, That's, he said Hogan was going to be a special, the special enforcer, enforcer for the match. That will make it a lot worse. That will make it worse, <laughs> and that will kill Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Again? 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 He comes back to the WWE to die. We've seen this over it's, the past couple years. But you know what? It's sad for him to be put in those kind of positions. But I'm because just because he's a pawn. Because that's all Vince sees a lot of them is. But. Can you imagine Vince came up to Bobby, said, Bobby, this is what I'm about to do to you. And this is probably a pitch that could make sense. I'm going to put the biggest icon in the business behind you to push you to the championship. Well, that does sound good. It's Hulk Hogan. <sighs> it's. But I, I mean, honestly, Where do I go with this one? I mean, but that's like a slap. But you want this belt, though? But that's a slap in the face, though. That that that's a huge because slap in the face. But Vince is out of touch with the whole social media era. Vince is out of touch, touch with anything beyond the civil rights era. Something in me think Vince <laughs> out of the touch. Vince don't care. No, I don't. I no, think he don't care a lot for certain stuff. With the joke with the, about the stuff beyond the civil rights era, I don't think he cares. Vince is how he is because he grew up in a time where he could say and do whatever the fuck he wanted because white men were the most power wielding individuals on the right. on the earth. Were now still, but they still are. But people have tried and break, to come and break up the system. Mm-hmm. Um, but now. He's out of touch with social media. I don't think he understands how fast things spread like wildfire with social media. Like the whole thing with him being reinstated. If this was 10 years ago even, and they put that up on WWE.com, people probably wouldn't even care. Because it was just like, alright, who, but who's really checking that? Social media? Shit can go from here to... Uh, the edge of Asia and down to Australia in a matter of 10 minutes. Uh-huh. Quicker than so, that, even. Exactly. Wow. 
But it's so because it, I saw it slowly come out because I saw one person report something about him coming back and I was like, whatever. And then I just thought it meant at first I thought they meant that he was coming back to the show. Right. Then it started. Then I started seeing, oh, he was reinstated into the Hall of Fame. I never knew he came out. I didn't either. I mean, like I said, it's not like the NFL where there's a bust of him with the damn mustache with like a little se- uh, speech bubble that says brother, brother, brother on it. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, WWE Hall of Fame. That's great. It's nice. Y'all ain't take his rings back. Like, y'all ain't come repo the rings. I, it, what does that mean? I mean, I, the whole time Hogan was still doing appearances, he's like, because I follow a lot of wrestlers on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Hogan was one of the wrestlers. Uh-huh. So, I, the whole time all this was going on, I want to let you know, he was posting normally. <laughs> yeah. He was doing appearances. He's with the, that, um, it's not the wrestling belt, but you know, like the strength training belt that yeah. people wear. He's with the makers of that, taking pictures of them, cardio, weightlifting, whatever it's called, stuff like that. So, it's not like he was gone. He was still commenting on things he liked from the pay-per-view and stuff. Like, if he was still he there. He was still there. <laughs> this is not him. This is Vince. And this is what he meant by he's out of touch. Vince thought that him not being around for three years and then them coming out and saying that they reinstated him into the Hall of Fame, that things would have blown over by now. But that's not how social media works. That's not how the, this era works. The internet never forgets, Okay. There's nothing you can do or say that was captured on a camera or with a uh, or with a microphone that has been put on the internet that anyone will ever forget. Because just as soon as you think you've deleted it, somebody then snapshotted it mm-hmm. and put it on one of those websites for uh, past tweets and Instagrams and whatever they call. It, and you will forever be remembered with this. Come on, like it's just. It's not like the new advent of YouTube back in the day where people were just like, oh, this video's cool, and then it died down six months later and we never heard from him again. Somebody, the minute you reappear, like, back into the limelight for real, people are going to be like, but I ain't forget that time you said 18 niggas in that one sentence, and <laughs> you just went back. Um, uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Like, like, come on, bro. I'm not, we're not done. What does that mean for Hulk Hogan? Uh, I'm waiting for it. I, I, I don't know. This is bad. He called Dr. Hills of Papa John, too. Oh, it, oh yo, my God. Oh. People still getting Papa John's pizza, though. I don't get it. No, who's uh. eating Papa John, though? Like, I'm sorry. We're not going to get in the... Uh, <laughs> we're not going to get in the y'all niggas want some pizza. I'm saying... I'm saying... With the stuff that's going on now, it just looks even worse. Think about it. Um, We have people out here calling the cops like they are customer service. Hmm. On black people, just for breathing, for cookouts and everything, yeah. So it's like this is not the time. He was to in do the car this. looking in the window because yeah, my wife in there. Like, <laughs> this was thing to understand. It's like, bro, um, he don't know nothing about barbecue Becky or um, <laughs> permit Patty. He don't know nothing about them because <laughs> he don't be on social media. So he he don't understand that race relations right now is real sensitive. He don't know. I mean, his wife worked for uh, 45. You think he care about race relations for real? That's his homie. We all know that. Out of touch. (laughs) Anything that Vincent Man can make a buck. Trust me. If Vincent Man can book 
Obama versus Trump for WrestleMania main event, he, he would, would do, do it. it. Like the actual Obama versus <laughs> Trump, he would do it in a no holds bar yeah. unsanctioned. How many times do they throw back? Bobby main 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 event at WrestleMania. Tell him how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that he was Bobby event. and Umaga, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. It, it definitely wasn't the main event though, and but yeah. Donald Trump versus Vince McMahon man. hair match. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. Yeah, so I'm just like, uh, he keeps the bad hair. But you know what? Uh, those are all some great thoughts. I'm just saying, you know, look, look I'm not going to castrate anybody who wants to forgive him. I, I missed that part. Yes. Um, so what was the consensus? Do we care? Or uh, No, I'm just saying, you can you can give your opinion. I'm just, as of right now, I am going to be more like the New Day. And it's like, I don't have to associate myself with Hulk Hogan. My son asked me in the car today, because I listened to some other podcast. He says, how do you feel about it? And I said, I, you know, I kind of like 90% don't want him back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But 10% like indifferent. Because I'm not. There are people that would tell you, you know what? Hogan back, fucked up the ain't watch wrestling. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to start watching wrestling. Because. Hell no. There is. I done said that about three times. That's the thing. Exactly. But here's the thing, though. People but, say that about a lot of stuff, but, but they're going to stop doing but it. But right. in, in all the day, there's a new day. There is Cedric Alexander. There is Sasha Banks. There is Naomi. There is Jinder Mahal. There is Cien Amas. There is No Way Jose. There are a lot of people of color in the wrestling business now. Who there's Titus O'Neil. There's Apollo Crews. There's so many people that you Oscar. <laughs> oh, well, because Vince ain't drinking the Japanese at all. He is not. Okay. <laughs> don't make don't don't make me steer this whole podcast that way. Keep going. But, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> but there are a lot of minorities now who are actually put in a better light than they were. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, actual Mexican wrestlers are actually wrestling instead of coming out on lawnmowers. This is true. We still got to. You know, oh man, so cool. you know, Naomi's still out here um, threatening to snatch people bald because that's the only trope that black women can have in um, wrestling is to be quote unquote. Vince ain't right in her. To say, tr- trust me. I understand, the, the, but the, that's but it, it. You like you always said, don't nothing go without. Uh, going past events, he yeah. may not be right and snatch her ball, but he's right and like make her the you know the, the snapping, you know yeah. finger popping. That's her. That's her thing. That's just write her in that arc. I mean, she got a point. Let's look at Jinder Mahal right now. <laughs> he's just in his back with his guru right now, praying, and we're like, what? Ashanti. Yes. <laughs> what is going on? They play. WWE is famous for this. Stereotypes. Even to this day, Becky Lynch gotta be ultra Irish. Yeah. Every time. We need you to come out on a flying four-leaf clover at all times. You need to come out with a box of Lucky Charms, girl. They said, Shinsuke, make your song more Japanese. And then, and then what was the first thing they said? Oh my God, we can't. We don't like him now because we don't know what he's saying. Um, tell people you don't. You can't speak English. Say God bless America now that you won the belt. Just, just be the biggest Hiroshima terrorist in the world. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Listen, man, Hill Nakamura is pretty entertaining. I'm you sorry. Know yeah. You know what's the best part? I like him. I, yeah. I can thoroughly admit I like stereotypes because no, so, they work. But uh, <laughs> the, the stereotypes. <laughs> Are a little bit more subtle than they were back in the day. Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Crime time. Crime time. Godfather. Godfather. Yeah. 
Oh. Sexual chocolate. I want to look at the stereotype. That was Barry White. That's a play on Barry White. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Mexicals bothered me. The Mexicals were the worst. How do you go wrong? Came out there a low rider. Came out there a whole low rider. Low rider. I lie. I cheat. I steal. Hey, listen, man. Given the choices, I'd rather come out on a low rider myself. First of all, you ain't getting me on the line, dear. No, but I'm just sorry, sorry but <laughs> dumb vignettes of him stealing all, all the rich white people stuff, that's stereotype. GBL! Yeah. I want you to be an overly rich white man. Be me! Be Be a Republican. That's basically what it was. All our, our childhood to mid to current WWE was based on John Cena came out as a stereotype when he started. Yeah. We need you to be a wigger. Go. <laughs> that's exactly much. what happened. Pretty much. <laughs> that's Pretty much, right? Gang. Yeah. WWE, Mean yeah. Street Posse. Shane's my favorite wrestler. We need you to be uppity hoodish white people. Oh, no, oh, I oh, know oh, they are. Oh no no. <laughs> Vince is racially sensitive for everybody. <laughs> I mean. Oh, he's like Seth MacFarlane. He has no pit. He has <laughs> hillbilly Jim. <laughs> yep. The headbangers. Yokozuma. Yes. Oh. He's not even Japanese. <laughs> When I was old enough Dope. to figure out that he wasn't even Japanese, I was just like, I'm a highly... Why the all the Samoans wrestle barefoot? Yeah, yeah I was <laughs> confused by that. Omaga, you're Samoan and a savage. Oh, no, 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 Roman Reigns was that first. The wild Samoans was that first. When he yeah. came out there with the nappy hair and all that stuff like that. So doesn't this kind of play to... Kamala. That was brought out earlier. Sometimes you got to play your role to get you to where you need to At be. that time, that's you where you had to play your role. But this time... There is more uplifting characters for us. Now, look, don't get me wrong. Cause I, like I said, I, I, I ain't going to move on. But <laughs> Lady, My fault. Lady Sketch said that, you know, sometimes we need to be out there cooing. However, and I'll be like, you know what? Yes. I'm not really into the pancake shit right now. It's funny. It does, I'm not into the pancakes either. I don't get it. I don't mind the cereal. I ain't mind, you know, the ice cream. The cereal made so much sense. I mean, the ice cream... What is the WWE have? This is Sano. They got something against ice cream, bro. They do ice cream bars. They never pulled them back. Y'all had the perfect opportunity to do it with New Day. Enough. No, no, CM because, Punk still ain't get his ice yeah, cream. Yeah, CM Punk said. He said, "Well, CM Punk said so. We ain't gonna give CM Punk no credit. So he ain't gonna get no ice cream bar. They what pay is, on that too. What so what is up with them in the ice cream? I, we still eat ice cream. CM Punk is not getting no credit because if he brings it back, CM Punk with his check. Not happening. Uh, Not happening. But, okay, it, but anyway, look. We do have to move on because there's a lot of other things you talked about. We almost talked about this for an hour. <laughs> okay. okay. Right, wow. Growing up but, black. <laughs> I mean, that is true. But, you know, somebody that does have uh, black in their life, uh, Bret Hart. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who talk, is, Was that a swag way? You know that saying? was a swag way. Bro. That was a swag way. So... Y'all know Bret Hart is at the older fucking stage now, right? He is, he is truly yep. at the older fucking stage. No. He at the height of it, bro. Yes, he is. Bret Hart woke he up. He jumped off the older fucking cliff. <laughs> Bret Hart wakes up every morning and says, you know what? Fuck it. What to break about today? <laughs> You said what the bread about today? What the gripe about today? Oh, I thought you said what the bread about. He on his Hank Pym. <laughs> his grumpy Hank Pym mode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just uh, saw Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting like, all right, so now we have the latest in this ongoing rivalry between Bret Hart and Owen Hart's wife, Martha. Mm. Now, have, y- have y'all been following the I know stuff? A l- that- I know a little bit of it. Okay. Well, so now 
Bret Hart is getting very upset that his brother is probably for the foreseeable future is not going to be into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. He's mad that he don't even get to see his nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's real. I mean, that's, yeah. that's real. That's that personal. could be why he real bitter about it. Yeah. And so he calls out Martha Hart. Now, Martha Hart never responds. Like, fuck, Brett. But this week she had to. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> well, she, that's when you know it's real. He was going at her head, though. Like, uh, And then it's just like, Owen Hart, he feels as though that, you know, his brother, he wants to be the one to induct his brother. You know, they were very, very close. Uh, that Hart, it's Michael and Janet. Yeah, you know, say if you go uh-huh. go for the Hart family, and that you know Bret Hart, you know, takes himself a little bit too seriously. Uh-huh. Um, I get kind of where he come from, but he comes out, and I don't know, he, he woke, he waited for his wife to leave this day, and he got on Twitter. Yeah, because she surely probably would have stopped his ass. And he says, "I think Martha is a very obtuse, square-headed person." <laughs> I think she's done more to erase my brother Is Owen's she memory. <laughs> well, she obviously didn't think it's oh true. When Canadians get mad, they can't even get mad, right? <laughs> they get mad happily. Yeah, so. You obtuse. <laughs> eh? And he said, Owen's memory, he said, to, she, she, she's done more to erase my brother Owen's memory than she's ever did to remember him. I think really, it really bothers me that fans that love Owen so much didn't get a chance to remember him. Cool buddy. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to, now before I get into Martha's response, I'm like, okay, look, I do get part of where Bret Hart is coming from. Owen Hart is a legend. Owen Hart, A, should have been our fan. We see Mark Henry just cry and say, look, he need to be here with us. That was, that was uh-huh. a good moment too. Exactly. That was, that was, yeah. He meant that because him and Owen were damn like damn near best friends. He went right. up there and worked in the Hart Dungeon. His name is Mark Hart. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if all first of all, the way it happened sucks. Everybody knows when they come in this world and they get old enough to understand everybody's die. Everybody's going to die. Correct. How we gonna die, but we don't was, know. That was pretty pretty crazy. But the way he died was very fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm pretty sure Owen Hart at that time did not want to die. Right, in your house. You know what I'm saying? No, it, no, it was over the edge. It was over the edge? Over the edge, That's yeah. That's the worst name for that. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> and, you know, but the way the personality on was, I don't think he would want his wife and that part of the family beefing with his brother mm-hmm. at WWE. And right now, we're at the point, Brett, uh, Owen Hart died in 99. We're at a generation now that nobody knows who Owen Hart is. Nobody even knows Bret Hart got brothers. Correct. And sisters. Very right. true. They, they, they think they think his daughter Maddie. The, yes. the whole it, the right whole right. Hart Foundation is either dead or just Jim Nyhart. <laughs> and and <laughs> that, that, but I'm just saying that is true. They're not the Hart Foundation. It's like Bret Hart. Now he ain't gonna say this, but he's like. Jim Nighthart ain't representing the hearts like I want to. You got, you know, you got. Heck oh, no. you saw him on Total Divas. Mm. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Barely fitting that shirt. Yo, yo, as an overweight man myself, no, you weight. Yes, <laughs> yep, I'm bro. sorry, Dada. Everybody that's overweight, I know that nothing to do with anything. That's part no, of your fault because you're not fitting it. Because she be out here looking like they all they both did some reels for. I know if he walked out with something, you'd be like, wait. 
Yeah. that off. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she, she you represent not, me. She not looking out for his best interest because you be letting him come out here in these media man shirts and not saying a damn First of all, word. put the cat down. First of all, it's already bad enough that Natty always go to Bret Hart. Every time we hear any kind of stuff, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. that ain't your dad. I got Bret Hart in my corner. What about your uh, dad? Not your uncle, your dad. Your dad. Yes. I am related to Bret Hart and... I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> Her pop had to be like, it's always at least one sibling where the parents are just like, oh, well, I mean... <laughs> we tried. I feel like that's Jim. It's got to be him. He's got to be the one they like. Well, Owen was, and you know, and was like really good. Mm-hmm. But uh, Martha is on the wheel. Well, I mean, well, you know, in, in, Cana- in the Canadian saying PES. Mm-hmm. So Martha comes back and she says, The suggestion by Bret Hart that I am erasing the memory of my late husband, Owen Hart, is reckless, irresponsible, and clearly untrue. And yeah. She, yeah, and she goes on to say, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not saying the whole thing. And uh, she says, Brett's comments are disrespectful and cruel. It is disappointing that so many in the media have chosen to report them without seeking my perspective. Whatever Brett may believe, the fact is that from uh, from far erasing Owen's memory, I have devoted the last 20 years to celebrating his life in a very public way. I I can think of very few people who have been remembered so glowly, uh, glowingly by their spouse. Now, Martha Hart's thing is she does not want WWE to make money off Owen's name. Uh-huh. We just talked about how Vincent May is going to want to make money. Uh-huh. They came out with that Heart of Gold DVD and she sued them. Because they used to, the delight is about the permission. And then there's the argument where, like, he's on the network. So, you know, are you suing him for him being on the network? You know what the case is. But she don't want him in the Hall of Fame because, you know, uh, it's going to sell tickets, going to make money off of it. And she, she don't want him in no video games. That's why we haven't got on heart since WWF Attitude. So, this is the thing she's going to. And she's still upset. Oh, she still... She said she blames W hundred percent for the reason why Bret Hart is gone. Uh-huh. It was an accident. It wasn't fate. It was God. It was Vince McMahon's fault that Bret Hart died. Owen. Oh, my bad. Owen Hart died. Yeah, don't put that out into the universe. Yeah. Bro. So I'm just like <laughs> on Facebook tonight. I look. I understand. Like. To hurt, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gone, a, a lost family member. I gotta say, but what is y'all take on it? But, but you know, but between the two, I'll just show these guys. Now, to play devil's advocate here, I understand both sides. I understand her stance, um, and why she doesn't want Owen in Hall of Fame, and why she doesn't want them using his likeness at all. Um, because that's her husband. I'm sorry, I'm gonna be petty real quick. She gonna try to do her best to outlive Bret Hart. I'm just saying. You know, I know right she there. is. I know. <laughs> this, this is the thing. This, this is the thing. How long were they married? Does anybody know? Um, honestly, I don't know how long. Did they married? I think they got married in the nineties. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah, yeah, we're we'll go. Let's hit the Googles. Um, but you can finish all your Google. I. 
I feel where she's coming from because I understand as her husband, she feels like it's their fault. And it is a fault for real. I mean, let's keep it all the way real. It could have been prevented. However, I also feel... I also feel where Brett is coming from. Because it's like... I just looked it up. They were married for 10 years. Okay. And he was... How old again? 34. They were married for 10 years. But... That was... His brother. Like, this is... It's not like this is some random thing. That was the baby of the family, too. Oh, Owen? Yeah. It's not Owen's? Like, out of, out, of all, out of them 10, 11 kids, he's the baby. It's not like he was, uh, he's some random person or he just like somebody cousin. This is his his brother who he trained with, went through blood, sweat, and tears. And this was their life's work. This their passion. for To watch it go down the drain for real. Because I hear what she's saying. She's saying she remembers his memory. But you are not really carrying on his legacy. Because it's not like his kids don't know who he was um, and don't want to be in the wrestling business. Because isn't his son wrestling now? He's just not wrestling in WWE. I don't even know. Is he? I feel. Like I ain't he, know either. Is he? I don't know. I gotta look, at, look, I look up to like that. He is. That's almost like putting this into almost this podcast terms of the fact. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use you for example, bro. Right. Okay. Mm. Something happens to Mr. Andy mm-hmm. while he was out with Swag on Zero. Okay. Having to do oh. the dumb working on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Swag says, in the honor of Mr. a and I'm pick up everything. I'm carrying on this podcast. I want to do that. Lady Sketch, you like this podcast was the end of him. And I don't want this to continue on. Mm-hmm. Who's right? I would argue Swag is Mr. a and brother. You are his wife. When it comes to terms like that, the wife comes first. Now, I, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I understand. And that's why they honored what she's saying that and they'll get sued. Uh, but don't you think this could very well afford to pay her money and make her go away? He could. You know what Vince He could, has offered that. She don't want that. You know what Vince could really do? Oh, no. I mean, Not like, profit off she this. sues him. We're going to induct him of no profit. But it's impossible now. You to be way too long. Yeah. If you, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, uh, ladies mm-hmm. If you say next week, uh, let's just go back a couple months. Let's go back. All right. You didn't buy 2K18 last year, right? Correct. If they said Owen Hart's new pre-order bonus, you're going to get it just because it's Owen Hart, because you ain't seen Owen Hart in years in this in WWE. If they say, guess what? Go guess who's going in the Hall of Fame next year? Owen Hart is the headliner. Tickets are going to sell out because it's Owen. Owen Hart, Hart. might be the whole. They will almost have to see. Yeah. You could. It's ways to get around it. You could make him free DLC if you really. That's want what to I'm thinking. Or if you wanted to do something like, look, so the Raw before WrestleMania, we're going to have a night dedicated to Owen Hart. We're just going to show his match, almost like the Crispin Wild Memorial, set without the matches. We're going to just show his matches. We're going to have the wrestlers talk about them. You're not going to pay for this episode. This episode will not be available on the network afterwards. To show that, like, on all seriousness, I'm not really trying to make nothing off this. I legit want to honor his memory. This will not be on the DVD later. 
We will not be bringing up this again next week. We're going to talk about this this one time. Do you think that would work for her? No, because it's no. impossible. Or even if the hearts did it, I don't feel like she would let them do it. That is kind of why I feel conflicted about it and why I say that I kind of feel what Brett is saying. It's That's her husband. They were together for a decade. They had two children. That was her life. But it's like you're holding the memory of their brother and their son hostage. Right. That's my yeah. brother. Yeah. That's still my brother. That's still my child. That's still I my had 10 uncle. years. We had 20. I just... <laughs> I just think, man. I just, I just think at at some point, like, you gotta. I, I understand you're hurt, but at some point, like, it has to. You have to let it go, and not let not let that go, but just like, let them honor him, the right way, like, cause, cause honestly, honestly, is like, like we're doing like, like whenever Olin Hart's name gets mentioned, it's always in negative light, mm-hmm. and it's like you can't honor somebody when it's in negative light, but you get like, break, let him. Let them honor him the right way. Like but, at this point, money should not. I don't. I don't think money should be, like, 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 because that's what it's like hearing you guys. That's what it's kind of sounding like too. I don't want them. Like, like, at if I don't know, I wouldn't let money be that big of an issue at this point. Well, see, r- right now it's getting to the point where we have been so far removed. We're almost twenty years, right? Mm-hmm. To, to death of yep. heart next year. Mm-hmm. Yep. To the point where people don't even know who Bret Hart's even arguing about. No, they don't know. Who they they, they could be like, is he arguing about a jobber? Mm-hmm. And that's why and, I was like, they hold. She's holding the memory of him hostage from everybody else. He didn't just, and, and I know that sounds crazy, but he didn't just belong to you. Mm-hmm. It was your husband, but he was a famous. He was a celebrity, mm-hmm. and he belonged to somebody else before he got to you. That's like if something happened. God forbid something happened, right? Because I've never lost a spouse, so I don't know the hurt of that. Mm. And then especially in that manner. But God forbid something happened to him. And I just say, well, like you were saying, I won't put out his podcast. I'm taking all the pictures and all the videos and anything. And I'm taking it and I'm moving out of here. And y'all can't see Geo and y'all can't uh, see any other kids we have. And I don't want nothing associated with him in anybody else's possession. That's selfish I, and I hate to say that because it sounds horrible because she is a grieving widow mm-hmm. and she lost him in such a horrific manner but it's just like he chose to share himself with everyone else every week when he went out to wrestle in the ring mm-hmm. but now it's like everything he worked for is it's gone it's like it's it's null and void now because peep kids you know, Jill only knows who Stone Cold is because we watch Stone Cold things. We have Stone Cold paraphernalia around the house. Right. He doesn't know who anybody is unless we let him know. If we don't, he don't see an Owen Hart in the Hall of Fame or see his matches on the network or see him in the game to play with him. How you gonna know? Because when and they, he is right, it is impossible. Because even if they decide that they want to put him in the Hall of Fame and they, or they put him somewhere else and they're like, we're not going to profit off of it, it's going to spike the network because people are going to go and want to watch on heart matches. It's going to go spike things that maybe have WWE's name on it right. because I, they have own heart name on it. They're going to want to buy it. Now, I so I completely... I, and it's going to have demand from the audience too. Exactly. I, he would have to be like, no. And he ain't gonna do that. I get that. But, but, but I'm just trying to I'm yeah. trying to find a midpoint for them. 
It really is none because mm. she is so angry. Because it's not at this point, it's not it is not sadness anymore. You don't hold. I don't know if you hold on to sadness this long. Only thing I know that festers as long as this is anger. She's still angry, so, and it's no way to resolve that unless she. Is, it's probably gonna have to come from like her kids. I was about to ask that. Let her me. Kids All right. Are gonna have to come to her and be like, "Mom, like we don't even know. We don't even people we talk to don't even know who Dad was." Let me throw this mm. out there. Let's say Owen Hart's wife passed away. Because yeah. we all know that will happen at the point. Yeah. As her children, is it okay to acknowledge them in the WWE Hall They of have their records at the next of kin. But is that disrespectful to your mother? They it's not, disrespectful to their father right now. They may That's not, if you consider that disrespectful. But this is the thing. They may not feel the same way. Now, she has been sitting with this for 20 years, and she has had enough time to ingrain in these kids that WWE is evil. Right. And that it's like it's like a mom and a, a, a baby dad. And the dad could be trying to come in and make a deal and see the kids and all that. But what your mama told you was your daddy wasn't shit, mm-hmm. and he ain't coming to get you, and he cared about everything but you. And you but you got to find that out for yourself. So when she's gone, they're going to have to reach out and be like, all right, now, we know, they they barely had time to know their dad. It, it sounds like they were born in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So they were children when he passed away. Right. So if they go searching for their dad, and this is all they see, then it starts to look like, well, damn, maybe mom was kind of bitter, and, and Uncle Brett ain't no better because he's fucking nuts out here. At this point, all three of them will be gone. Brett, mom, and Vince, and they be sitting down with Triple H discussing this. Because you don't, <laughs> because think about it, you're not leaving anything behind except what you've built and what you put in your kid's mind about their dad. I, I, I know this. If I, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a lot of wedding pictures, I'm sorry. Uh, I would know this. If, if I was Owen's kids, the first thing I'm going to say is... Why don't you just put it on silent? I'm so, so, yeah. If, if, I'm, if I'm Owen Hart's kids, right? And say if I watched the Hall of Fame this past year, and I'm like, why the hell is Mark Henry crying so hard about my dad? That's the one thing I, 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 I want to know. Do you really think Martha don't even associate with Mark at this point? You know what the, 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 the fucked up thing is? I don't think that she associates with any Anybody. of his friends. Anything that has because, anything to do with wrestling. Because I, I feel as though that um That's wild. They will uh t- oh, hold on, I'm really trying to put this on. Man, your phone, man. You don't understand. There we go. We got it. We got it. <laughs> uh yeah. So <laughs> all good. All good. So anyway, um I really think it's a thing where it's like they have a feeling that People would genuinely convince her. Oh, had good friends in there. Mark Henry, like I said, he's he's a good friend with the Hart family. Bret Hart, he, once again, they Bret, know who Uncle Bret is. Yeah, no, I'm talking. Bret Hart was mad when they eliminated Mark Henry from the uh, what was it, the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal two years ago. Like he ain't, like he ain't retirement age. Yeah, he said, How yeah, the hell I was mad too. Yeah, I was just like, I was just like, like Bret will ride for Mark Henry because. He came and they trained. They have like, him. Mark Hart. Him. The, everybody that was in the nation, Owen Hart is tight with. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, the uh, I remember the story of The Rock actually in his wrestling clothes tried to hijack the ambulance to get Owen Hart to the hospital because they weren't taking him fast enough. This happened. 
This man, they cared about this man. This was this the night the fall happened. Mm-hmm. But once again, Vince McMahon's actions over the past has not sat well with Martha. He brought he brought Brian Pillman's wife to Raw to talk that to her. That was wild. And I'm like, that was wild. And I, I, <laughs> when I just said, I feel like, why did we, why did we just see that not too long ago? Were, were we watching something? No, I podcast? saw it too. That it just popped. You probably up. heard on one of my podcasts. No, I was listening no, to, no, no. I, I saw like a screenshot of the actual video. I saw it on what culture. Maybe it was because yeah. it was like a um, like it was like the anniversary of it or something. But I saw definitely saw a screenshot of it. Um. Where he was sitting there talking to her, and I'm just like, boy, is Wessel he a wild boy? Because think about it when nobody regulates you, nobody checks you, you do whatever you want to do and it's, not realize that there's repercussions for your actions. That I will say, I appreciate her doing that part of it because who checks Vince McMahon but Martha Hart? Is it that, uh. Remember, after all her died, the show kept on going. How about then they keep going? Yeah, you know I'm saying so. the The show kept going. They did not stop the show. They had a tribute the next night of what happened, but they kept the show going so, with storyline. So okay, because money is because oh. money is not everything. It is the root of all evil for real. But that's what she's saying. Well, Vincent, man, that's why she's so angry. You're not going to problem because she knows if if she calls Vincent and says, you know what, you have my. Uh, if she calls him tonight or tomorrow and she says you have the likeness to use my husband Vince is going to put him in the Hall of Fame Vince is going to sit there and say you know what screw Ronda and Rey Mysterio let's see if we can get all hard on here we're going to get a WWE 24 called The Fall we're going to get uh, I can still see this Exactly. Shirts that night. Exactly. They be on WWE Shop. Dot com. Like, the Heart of Gold. He's going to be doing all this stuff at the Hall. He's going to make money. And he's going to have Natalya out there headlining and doing this. main event and show. Now and let me shit. let me, let me talk real. about that pay per view for a minute. So first off, do we remember where in the car when that happened? Yes, I do. Okay, where in the car did that happen? That happened towards the beginning because the first match was Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown versus X Pac and Kane. Okay. Okay. The the uh, next match. Uh, I forgot what the next match was. The third match was the Blue Blazer versus the Godfather. Okay. So and I was sitting there thinking, like, why the hell is this screen up so damn long? So because they had the versus screen up there for about a good two minutes. So let's stop there. That happened at the third match in your card. So you're about... It, wrestling came he, on at 8. It's to, about 8. It's about maybe 9. No. 920? It was like 845 ish. Oh my god. But oh, can you oh, wow. really He was not pronounced dead though. He was not pronounced dead. Until like match number six. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Damn. Could you really cut that's, the car there and just come out? Oh my everybody, the show's over for tonight. Go home. No no no. That's what I'm saying. No, that's, 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 that's a horrible it, way to look no, at it. it. It's two sides though, because <laughs> the time they pronounced him dead, because everybody backstage was like like when Jeff Jarrett was all crying in the, in the promo, they told him, "We pulling for you, Owen. We pulling for you." And then when Jr. got, when it was like the fourth or fifth match, and Jr. and King came to me and said, "Look, Owen Hart has passed away." We had, um, Undertaker, Stone Cold mm-hmm. still left, and we. I'm actually gonna pull it up. Yo, How did y'all? I'm like, I, first of all, because we ordered that pay per view. I remember. See, I remember that pay per view. But I to, Is, to think about it. What kind of vibe do you have in a building after that happens? 
you expect you are so money hungry that you expect your wrestlers to still perform and bring their A game after one of their colleagues has just literally fallen into the their death and died. You left his blood on the mat and said, I want you to wrestle here. And then tell the tell the oh well see the fans wouldn't have known because they couldn't hear the commentary. Right. But right. when they're like, Well, why everybody look all upset? Why everybody all thrown off? You wet like Can you cancel the show though? Yes, you can. You can't but you can get that they canceled the encore. But I, like that means anything. Absolutely. Alright. Okay, they can't say encore. Because here's the thing. Brett was pissed off too. Facts. Okay. But this is added to the Montreal screw job. This is yeah, added to yeah, it. Yeah, that was bad. But was what bad what, what Brett is saying is, look, I forgave Vince McMahon. I've forgiven the WWE. But the difference is, he's a wrestler, she's not. Exactly. He may get that little itch like, I think it's time for me to come back. And put all this up to bed. She don't give a shit about, I don't think she even want him to be a wrestler. To be honest with you. When I watched the documentary I was watching, he wanted to be a fireman, which is... What? Uh, 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 so I'm just saying, uh, like... Uh, uh, so you were just going, every time you rolled past a firehouse, you going to throw a Molotov cocktail in that joint if he died in the fire? Like, I... I mean, I, it, there's a lot of sides for me. I, I can understand from... That's like you at work, and for some reason, they just been this crazy knockdown brawl at work. Your manager ain't going to come over to you like... That document you had to do today, you don't got to do. You still got to get that done. It's messed up. It's a horrible time. And you know It's what? wild. But it still got to happen to you. You got to, yo, we got to get through these two hours. And you know what? I'm sorry, but I we got to get through two hours. And I also think Vince McMahon <laughs> would be insensitive. And if he makes a documentary, because, you know, WWE 24 makes great documentaries. Mm-hmm. They, like, get nominated for Emmys and stuff. Woken. But that was a great one. That was a great one. The Hardy Boys. He's talking about. I'm Vince McMahon, there's one tape that's said to be left. Because cameras still roll in WWE events when there's commercials mm-hmm. or stuff like that. I can see Vince taking that footage and freezing it right before the, the drop happens and fade the black collar to illustrate God. what happened. Mm-hmm. That's insensitive. Which will, it, well, see, now people have become desensitized to a lot of things. So. People probably wouldn't care. They, now she would. No, but no, said, no disrespect. Live death. We can all go on Facebook right now, and there's absolutely videos that said that got that eye with the line over there. Um, this been covered for your safety unless you hit this eyeball, Bruh, did, Damn, <laughs> shit. We seen line eleven live. Right. I I could remember the people uh, jumping out. Exactly. We seen nine eleven live. Here go, here go, here go my age because I was in third grade when that happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was in high school. Oh, <laughs> I, I was in high school oh, when I lived, man. We started petitioning like, to get you some older friends. Oh, <laughs> no way. I, I'm just like, yeah, I remember being in art class and going and going home and watching that. Like, I, was in I, I have actual recollections of this. Okay. I was at recess and they sent us home early. <laughs> my, my man just kept walking. Uh, I want to let you know I was in 10th grade and I had to go to the next period. My <laughs> school is Vince McMahon. We did, yo. We did have to go to the next period. They told us and then they was like, we, y'all, we going to take y'all to no, your next class. And then they kept us in that same class we, until our parents came and picked it, us up. I'm no, telling no, you. No, they just said, um, I remember the assistant principal. 
School's over today, guys. You can go home. And walked out, and we sitting there like, bro, what? I didn't get back. Hell? <laughs> I, I didn't get back home until the both towns came down. I'm like, this shit happened at eight, right? Eight thirty, forty six. I'm exactly. I'm watching Good Morning America. I'm sitting next to my man So at the time, and I remember looking at him. I said, "That's crazy. You know, be crazy if something happened to the other one." Wow. Yo, we gotta go. <laughs> point being, point being, yeah. we've seen. But that's that- what I'm saying. Like, especially now, think about it. On like social media, there are like, live people's deaths have mm. been live streamed. Still yes. today. To, to this day like, now but what? but however I still think Martha knows that Vince McMahon is not above he's that crazy. He he's crazy he is crazy it'd be different now maybe now look God forbid maybe if something like was happening to Vince and Triple H is, is, is saying look hey I trust you because you were good friends with Owen that and because he's a little more sensitive Yes, <laughs> just yes. He's an actual wrestler. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I trust you to handle this and give a little at a time. It's like this. I wouldn't get like this. Okay, say if it's like this. All right, if I want the younger fans to understand who Brett uh, Owen is, let me talk to 2K. No, just hear me out. Talk to 2K for the first year to see how it goes. Remember how they sold Goldberg to come back? And it's like, okay, everybody's like, oh, Owen Hart superior. Who's Owen Hart? Don't put him in the Hall of Fame. Don't give him too much. You you give him the game. Let people play with him as a game because the game is going to incite curiosity to go to the network. Yep. You're already getting business that way. See, you don't have to throw it in the face. So they're going to have to go to the network to see everything from Canadian Stampede Wrestling all the way to King of the Ring 94 all the way to down to Brett versus Ken Sharrock and Shawn Michaels in the late 90s. <laughs> Think about all the people who, all the kids now, like who's Jill's age, who's yeah. going and looking and seeing who's Rey Mysterio. Exactly. But you know what? Right. They're not going to go to the network because they tell them to go to the network. They don't go because he's in a video game. I was, me personally, I will start that way. And then you wait a year to see how it responds. Uh-huh. Then it's like, okay, let's sell a t-shirt. 20-year anniversary of the death of Owen Hart, you will live in our hearts forever. I don't know if you want to do that, but... I won't word it that way. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, right you gotta, yeah, you gotta word it. <laughs> no, <laughs> or or like a heart of gold T-shirt. Right. That I could see. Okay, a heart of gold T-shirt. You sell it. You see how sales are. You wait another year. It's like okay, if he's getting a positive light, it is showing that we're not going to capitalize on everything as we can. It's like why not make a WWE 24 documentary? Just talk about the life of Owen Hart. Have the people that knew him and his family, like you put Brett, you put Triple H, you put Mark Henry, you put uh, all, even bring back Ken Shamrock. Why not? You know what I'm saying? And you let the people, you let the people talk about it. You you don't, and then you can have some of the newer guys talk about some. I remember watching on the so that you don't bring nobody that feels like it's going to shit on his name. You even bring back The Rock because The Rock sells himself. Uh-huh. And then it it's like when you watch every 24, you're like, okay, I'm learning more about my own heart. Then. After like a four-year, five-year plan, put him in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if I'll wait that long to put him in the Hall of Fame because he's been waiting for so long. I think if the twenty-four, I think if the twenty-four is received well, I say pull the trigger, like then. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, yeah. it's like it's just like it's so, it's so complicated because just like when somebody dies normally and everything is left to the wife. And it's like, yeah, this is my wife, and I guess that overrides everything because I chose this person. But 
you completely leave out the kids, or I mean, no. not the kids, the uh, the family. You know, the the brothers, the sisters, the mamas, the nieces, the nephews. And it's sad because now the Hart family started to die, like exactly. Brett losing brothers. Yeah, everybody. And it's sad because they have to die. I feel like, and I feel like Brett want to see his brother honored before he, he dies. Exactly, and it's just like. Think about it. You didn't. I don't know what the relationship, like the, what the dynamic is with her and the rest of the Hart family. If she just beefed with Brett, or she talked to Jim, or whatever, or she talked to Natty. I don't know. But imagine not having any association with your father's side of the family, just off the strength that your mom don't like the don't like their business. I mean, it, it's very hurtful. To say. I mean, both parents are gone. Mm-hmm. Two brothers is gone. Two brother-in-laws is gone. I mean, what? Davy Boy is gone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, British Bulldog and his brother-in-law. And they all died with Owen race, basically. Or not being Robert W. again. And that's sad. And that is sad. But, I mean, I'm talking about this on a personal level. Yeah, but you know, personal level. Like, even when Stu Hart was inducted to the Hall of Fame, he, you know, he, he was dead. But like, they couldn't barely mention Owen. Or even or bring a footage up there of him because she would sue. And that's she won't I, let him. Yeah. And that's why. That's I what I'm saying. Like at this, like I get it. You don't want them. Yeah. I, I you don't want them mooching off for the money, but I, I don't know. It, it just seems like every time Owen Hart's name is popped up, it's it's behind negativity, and it's like, like you 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 talk about honoring him, and every time y'all bring him up, it's a constant argument. This is true because it's like he had a, a whole life that he built before y'all were together. Okay, this is a family business. It's not like he just was the only wrestler, and you know. So what they supposed to do? Blur him out of family pictures? Like we? Mm-hmm. So when Brett comes back for something, then they gotta. I mean, we know Brett's already mm. in the Hall of Fame and all that. But if if something happens and they want to put. Everybody, like the whole nation, in the Hall of Fame. Are we just going to erase, erase him? They can't, obviously, because uh, to your point, you can't do that. We seen what happened when Mark went in. This is my time. I'm gonna talk about him. If Vince want to take the L and be Vince McMahon and be true Vince McMahon, he put a video up. I take the sue. I'll be all right. He did. That's the DVD. Right. He do it again. Y'all, I'm gonna keep doing this. You keep suing me, but I'm but I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this groundswell so big that you're gonna make me do it. That might be the plan. Cause she uh, no, but this is the right. thing. She don't care. It's not about anybody else's feelings but hers. It couldn't be because if that was the case, because I'm sure Brett's not the only family member who's come to her about this kind of thing. He just is the only one who comes as brolic as he does. Okay. <laughs> I, I would say Natty probably pulled her on the side and quiet. <laughs> Shit, but that's like, but like I Let said, me spit something to you real quick. maybe she didn't because maybe she doesn't associate with them. It's it's just like it's a it's a double edged sword because you want to be respectful, but you also have to remember that yes, you become one when you get married, but you were a whole person before you got here. Yeah. Let's let's keep it all the way real. Would yeah. you, I mean, I don't know if that was part of the appeal when you met him, but if it was, why does it, it's okay, it's, it's okay for you to be, you know, drawn in because he was a wrestler, but everybody else just has to forget about everything he ever did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, 
I like I said, I've never been in that person, that spot personally. Right. So I don't know how I would react. But I don't know if I would still be holding on to it twenty years later. Right. Twenty years. Right. Twenty years later. But you know what? Very well put. Very well said. I hope they do figure out something. But I already know it ain't gonna be no time soon. Yeah, you uh, might not be watching your love. Just have somebody go to Raw with an on heart shirt on, sit in the front row. Let's see how they handle that. Yeah. Right. So, had a had a had a green. The dude will be wearing the green shirt at every paper. So much to A and the next review. I'm gonna get you an on heart shirt. Okay. If I if I if I'm going. Uh, <laughs> moving on next. So uh, uh, one of the last things is so. Have y'all seen Glow on Netflix? I have. Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Feel the glow. I ain't talking about Naomi. And I ain't feel the glow neither. So, you know what? <laughs> glow Season 2 happened. And when Glow Season 2, when I see the announcement trailer, I was like, damn, this is a couple days before my wedding. I can't sit down and watch it like I want to. Because it came out June 22nd. But even though Glow, 10 episodes, half an hour. Uh, t- talking about kind of like a kind of a you can do it in a day if you want to. Yo, yeah, you can. Uh, kind of like a, a a comedy rehash of what happened back in the glow thing. Now, did you ever used to watch Glow back in the day? I never watched it back in the day. I never, I never heard of it. Well, y'all know me. I'm a late wrestling fan. Period. So, so type of thing. Yeah. I heard of it, but it wasn't watching. I was at that age. I was so big in ECW and WWF. Yeah. And that just ruined my life. Well, I, I, I mean, well, I know, but with glow's in the. 80s anyway. 80s. That's what I'm saying. In the time when I watched wrestling, Uh I heard of Glow because I was like, oh, Ivory. And then back then, you know, computers still do. Google, let me look Ivory. Oh, she was in women's wrestling. What was that? Oh, let me look up Glow. And that's how I seen it at that age growing up. Yeah. The the women's wrestling I used to watch was WOW. Remember WOW, Women of Wrestling? Absolutely. I heard of that. I heard Channel 48. That. Yes. <laughs> I, I used to watch a lot of WOW. Channel 48. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of WOW women's wrestling on Saturdays. Right. And then... Right uh, before Club Urban Expression. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so... I've been there. So, since... Um, what happened? Uh, I was sitting there thinking, like, okay, well... Uh, then, after ECW went out of business, I started watching WEW. Mm-hmm. I did the best of business on that, if you guys want to go check that out. And the rest of the regret actually did a review on that, too. On WEW, that shit was terrible. <laughs> WEW was just so damn terrible. Uh, I remember hey, 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 <laughs> have you ever seen WEW? I never heard of WEW. Women's Extreme, Extreme Wrestling. Wrestling. I would tell you to go look at it so you know about it. Then look I'm going to YouTube it. No, I'm going to YouTube it. Then go to Wrestling Society X. Just, get, just go all the uh, way through. Let's go all the way through. I'm going to say, you know, right now, it's a 90%, no, 80% of the wrestlers was porn stars. So, wow. I was like, okay. And then they, they had like a couple of gems like Mickey James and Jazz. Absolutely. And I'm just like. You mean Alexis Lurie. Alexis Lurie, yeah. <laughs> like, nope. If I wow. want to too long. Too long. Yeah, too long. Too long. <laughs> And I'm just saying, hey, if you like the NWO, get ready for the PWO. You know what that stands for? Yep. Go ahead, tell me. Pussy World Order. <laughs> hey. Oh, my Lord. G.I. Ho. Damn. <laughs> I remember all that. Yes, yeah, I, I was like. All that. I was watching that. I'm going to say, hey. Hey, I'm hey a Q-Flow. I'm going to check it out. I'm no, a, I'm a, I'm hold on. Out. Before you go. I'm just saying, Q-Flow, if you want to, you can check out what's best for business. That, that that your boy did uh, a couple years ago. Oh yeah, of course. And, and yes, you was. And, <laughs> and you can also check out uh, Wrestle Regrets WEW review. But Glow is here, and uh, so see, shameless plug. Say shameless plug <laughs> for both. Uh, uh, so season two is here, and we leave right off from season one, 
And uh, first of all, did, she, did y'all like season two better than season one? Um, well, I mean, oh, I didn't finish well. season two, but I didn't finish season two. I'm, I'm like two episodes. Like, I only got like mm. two episodes left. But uh, I kind of like season one better. Like, like, even like, I'm kind of liking season one better. Um, I like season one better for all the groundwork it laid. It really explained the storyline between, you know, the two fame main yeah. main wrestlers in there and like, why they like. I feel like I feel like I'm still I feel did. like I'm still watching season one. Like uh-huh. it's just like it's like season one part two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right now, with that being said, I don't want to take enough away from season two. Um, from seeing how they develop, seeing the trials they're going through, seeing where they're going to in their next phase, and that show that they put on, and that style of wrestling, and the way of something that you only see in, I don't know, Lucha Underground now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought that was a very in-depth way. And also, to once again revisit the rivalry between them two, and why it's yeah. so deep. You talk. Debbie and Ruth? Yes. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Until I... I thought season one was better than Tyson arguing in the hospital. All right, now that... that that ar- Look. Look. Okay. Look, that hospital argument was... Oh, boy. <laughs> that, that was pretty funny, bro. Oh, boy. That, and then when they came back in and they was like, did y'all hear it? He's like, oh, no, oh, everybody Oh, oh yeah, well, everyone heard The lady yeah. at the gift shop can't stop talking about it. That was part... That was funny. Honestly... And I was the lot in season two. Yes. <laughs> so... Honestly, ball like a girl. <laughs> actually, it all came to it all came to. At first, I was like, I was feeling season one, not to take away from anything from season two, mm-hmm. but after a certain point, I was like, you know what, I'm feeling season two better. You know why? Because the majority of the characters got more side stories. Oh, it's, it's the growth. That's is season it? two and pretty much yeah. everything. Yeah. Season one got laid the groundwork, and season two was like, all right, now we have to grow on what we already have. But you know what? As they're growing, they're still laying more ground for the future, though. And what True. what I liked is that okay the original junk team you know the the, the tall black yeah. girl how she's going through them they want to change her image because we're in the eighties right. she's a woman she's she's on a lead cop show and you know mm-hmm. she, but she, same time she can't act. change her hair oh no no, no. Take the curly. she can't act at all right but I'm just saying but that, that that's the that's the shit she's going through and that, well you know what no I can't say she can't because she's in glow but you know what but, I like as the undertone line in that. I think it shows how physical wrestling really is and how it's more physical than acting. Not that there's no acting in it, but they was like, oh, she acted like a wrestler. She can act on the show. Oh, she can't act at all. <laughs> yeah. I like, first of all, Awesome Connor's gotten a lot better as an actress. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, hey, you know what? You can take, leave wrestling alone. You can go take this for another career. And I like the episode with her son that came to uh, see her wrestle. Right. I thought they had a lot of meaning behind it too, and then you you got into like the whole welfare queen and queens like, and it also shows some wrestling uh wrestling subtlety like that, that whole show when right. uh the fans automatically turned on her when she was telling when uh Liberty Bell was telling a uh, welfare queen to get a job right and they they all turned on Liberty Bell and then uh Ruth. Had to go get, snatch the kid from the audience to get her heat back, yeah. right. and I'm like, a lot of people don't yeah. realize how the that heat was... changes in right. wrestling. Also, right, I like how they illustrated that, and I also I, I, I illustrated that there are fans that do care, mm-hmm. and that you can do it easily. You can be a face one night, and then the fans just turn right on you. That's why I have a fear that's going to happen to Braun Strowman, but that's a whole other time for another day. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, right listen, now, some events they was having in Glow was better than Backlash. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> and Extreme Rules. 
Is it, yeah. So I'm just saying. Uh, so I, I, I just wasn't a fan of that. I, I like that aspect. <laughs> I, I, I like how they expanded and they brought the um the Mexican girl in there. Yes. As, as, as the, the yeah. second junk chain, mm-hmm. and you know they, they say you know we're gonna do like you know a, a lesbian angle. And she was like, I can't wrestle, but you're hot. <laughs> but she could dance, right? And, and you dance. know what? <laughs> we all know that absolutely happening. WWE. Yes. How many men and women have come through the WWE? Like you can't wrestle, but you look good. Yeah. <laughs> but I like yeah, how Eve Marie. Exactly. But I yeah. like how she took that and she uh. Yeah, Mandy Rose is a so much better version. She of really Eva Marie. Is. Amen. She really is. Amen. She's better, Eva Marie. Yeah. yeah. But Amen. you know, I I like the creativity that they brought because it's being the '80s. Yeah. Women's wrestling was not re- at all hot, or right. or you know, well, it was or, on Channel Forty Eight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or frowned upon in um you know at that time, and the 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 different storyline, especially with the promoter and how his uh butler was gay mm-hmm. and died of AIDS. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? I, oh, spoiler! Alert. Sorry. Oh, Remember man. the. Oh, my bad. Yeah, sport. Okay, so remember. Uh, plug, plug your ears, Q. Okay, so remember the scene you was looking at when he went back to the butler and he he, he was uh, uh, trying to talk to him and he said, Did you need help with money or something like that? Because he was in the gay club, they was looking for him and he was like, Why are we in this gay club? And then. Yes, they were looking for it. Okay, I didn't know what was Yes, and he got the call from the hospital that he died of pneumonia. Oh, so that was, that was happening while they were at the club? You know, no. When after he got back, he actually found uh, his his old butler. Oh, okay, okay. And then he was talking about because you know they were getting shut out uh, for, for for TV. They had no place to go after the season was done. Okay. And he was saying, "Do you did you need some help, like with some money?" Oh. And he said, "No, you know, all proud and everything like that, because he would help him." But then when they went to this kind of convention to sell glow to another yep. TV station, I remember that. And him and uh. Debbie. Oh, that's not a spoiler. Okay, yeah, so I'm saying, but, but for her, it was. But uh, oh, 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 right. him and Liberty Bell were talking up Glow to all these TV producers so that they could try to get them buys. But mm-hmm. then he got a call during that saying that his butler passed away due oh, to pneumonia. Because. Why did you put an L in pneumonia? I'm it's sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, I, because. I noticed that too, but yeah, I, I don't, couldn't. Don't, 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 worry about yeah. it, don't worry about it. So what? <laughs> so. And, Right, yes. Was it heavily implied that he had AIDS? Yeah, because he said he, he said he, no. What it, it, it was because the I mean the ignorance in the eighties. Right. But I'm just saying. But yeah. the nurse said she. He said so. We died from. He said well, the way we're going to describe it is complications are from pneumonia. Okay. Okay. And when you say that, it's like when it say complications from. Is that so? Then it's so like, okay, so because you you know how it was back in the eighties when people had AIDS. It was never just he died a- from AIDS. AIDS. He died from he died from this, which yes. is a complication of AIDS. Yeah, and uh, they didn't want people back then didn't want to handle the body because the body was infested with AIDS. <laughs> was, but I'm just saying, but that's how they thought back then. And it, it wasn't they did it need, he needed somebody to come and get the body, and they wanted to scrub the room out because they were ignorant yeah, yeah. at the time, stuff like that. So yeah, that's uh, I liked his character arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil the season finale. I like the season finale. That was different. It was different, but I like the season finale that they did at the end. And I thought it was a good send off. I like the growth of the director. Of Ruth. The show. No, the director of the show. The guy. Oh, the guy. Yes. Oh, yes. Sam. 
Sam. Thank you. I don't. I can't remember nobody naming the show. I'm gonna tell you that yes. now. I don't really know nobody naming the show either. Right. Her. I just know Debbie. Right. And maybe Ruth. Yes. Possibly. So thank you, everybody. Was saying. And creeper, <laughs> and creepy <laughs> Simpson cameraman that, that she she was she was dating. Oh, porn stash. Yeah. Oh, porn oh, stash oh, with the little, with um, the bit. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. Porn stash. <laughs> oh. So. Yeah, so. I like the growth of Sam and becoming a father. Cause he's yes. Because like, he's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, that's a real thing. That joint was just like, like somebody just gave him a, a glass of Kool-Aid for the first time. Drink this. Like, he was like, I don't, I don't, all right. So his whole growth is like trying to be a challenge and trying to blur the line of parent and friend. Yeah. Responsibility and guidelines and all that you just see and seeing like yo he's like yo you went from trying to do her which is wild to yeah <laughs> actually yeah that was that was wild actually caring about her that was a whole lot it's like shows like it reflects like yo i really want to be here for you i really want to be this father figure for you we actually have same interests i want to help thrive that in you and even the idea of letting go when you have to that was a big theme in the whole season about letting go mm-hmm. because Debbie really needed to let go. She had to let that go. Uh, I mean, well, good. She got that out. She needed to. No, but she, <laughs> she, she did. Really she to. did. She did. No, I'm just saying, but she needed out. that argument. But she needed that. Girl. She out here doing coke, like girl. Yeah, she was wild. And broke. She was wild. And broke her ankle. I was just like, my God. Right. So, oh. Yeah, Debbie. Debbie's wild, man. <laughs> I, I let me tell you though, man. I never like. Her husband, like, just, like, the guy, the actor playing him, I never liked him. He was like that, he's like a, like a little teddy bear, but he's like, you're, you're a dick, like. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as I seen him, because as soon as I seen him, I'm like, you're a dude from the office. I'm like, fucking dick, like, I, God, I hate him, yo, I hate him so much, yo. So I kind of knew, like, he's probably going, like, as soon as I seen him, I'm like. He's gonna fuck. He's gonna make me mad somehow. But here's the thing, though. Ruth at first didn't know that was her husband. That was what I, my concern was. I was like, but she ain't no girl. Be mad at your husband. Well, let's be real. That's something that happens every day. And, and yeah. I, I done had this argument with so many it. people. Like, yo, you can't get mad at the person. I'm not saying you can't get mad, but they aren't the focal point of your anger because they don't. No. Yeah. However, yeah, if they don't, they Ruth, don't know. You really can't get mad. Like, they right, but however, when Ruth found out, she kept going. And yeah, she kept going. She kept going. And all right, now you wrong. Now you bro, wrong. The dick being yeah. good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm not, it, it, it probably wasn't about the dick being good. It was probably the fact that, like she explained, she said, "I never had a situation this whole time. She never I, had anybody. anybody. No one ever wanted her. You, she has never had anything, bro. Like, exactly. And you kept tearing me down, tearing me down." And then it's the only kind of form of happiness I found. Right. Now I'm not saying she is justified for her screwing her husband. No, right. but she. But I'm sure it felt really good to dig in her crawl that she was fucking her husband. But it's just like true. Now, <laughs> but throughout the season, okay, go go ahead. Because I'm just I'm just saying here thinking about this whole situation. Like Ruth was wrong. Absolutely. After she found out that that was her husband, and she but owned I, up to it. But I always felt like she was more mad at Ruth. Yes. She was at the husband. Yes, she was. She was more mad at Ruth because yep. Ruth was getting her life back together and she didn't want... It's like, when you're mad at somebody, you want them to feel the same pain you're feeling. And when, that's what I'm saying. That's why she was... Like, that's why she was um always getting so mad. Like, when when uh, it was like, yo, she's the perfect heel for you. And 
Yeah. They were not trying to have it. Now, I don't know how far of the season you've she seen, like, from the beginning or something like that, but throughout the whole season, she was trying to sabotage Ruth and everything. Oh, I know, but I'm saying yeah. you have to be a certain level of angry to keep trying to sabotage somebody's life after that, and your husband is out yeah, here Martha. living his best life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Martha Anger. out here yeah. living his best life with his um his ugly secretary. So I mean, why don't you sabotage that? Like I'm just, I was just like, I always felt like she was first more mad for yeah. her. It seemed like she blamed Ruth mainly and husband secondly, because for her, for Debbie, right? Yeah, Debbie, like I yeah. have a marriage, I have a kid, I have a blooming career. I have a good life. If Ruth didn't sleep with my husband, I would still have that life. But this that's not true. That's not true. I'm like, but you but left that's how shit she sees before. It. And look, I don't have time for um, your lily white dreams, madam. That's not what was <laughs> happening. Like, your life was real life shit before that. But you made it, you slapped um, a cherry on top and made it seem like it was nice. Mm-hmm. That's not what it was. You, I mean, she needed, she needs to have a, a come to Jesus moment with herself. Because her shit was falling apart before Ruth came and you know got all in her husband shit. I'm I'm just well I'm gonna say you're it, right, but I mean, Ruth, but she before she could come to that, she found somebody to blame. This is true. She she found somebody to blame. So and her husband said, "Look, you just re- what is your problem? You just react to it." When she sold everything in the house, yeah. Like uh-huh. I was like, that's just stupid. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That was just stupid. I don't Everything know. reminds me. And then she dropped. Hold on. Oh, not only did she do that, she 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 did, she dropped the price. Yes. Everything five dollars. I want to let no. you know. I want to let everybody know my, my girl left me. I ain't sell my couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said that. Yes, that was her couch. Thank you. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> this is my consolation prize for putting up with your bullshit. Yeah, but but but, but you gotta still live. You still got, right. you got a baby to take care of. You got Even though she kept the thing, she kept the stuff in the baby's room. I, I, but I'm just saying. But still, and when when Ruth was arguing, she said, "You know what you could have did back in season one? She didn't say season one though. Right. You could have slapped me and kept on walking, but you decided to work here because you wanted to escape and you wanted to keep me miserable. Yeah, that's the only reason uh-huh. why you here. But if all that stuff that she said to her was true, she sounds like a one-upper. She has to be better than everybody else. She has to make sure that her shit don't stink, even mm-hmm. if everybody else's world is falling apart. And That's she why she had to be a producer. She can't yeah. handle that her shit could possibly be falling apart because she feels like, I should always be on top. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's cool that you have somebody to blame, but also, again, only because I've been through this before, I'm not going to the girl house who did it. Unless you're a friend or a family member and you knew what it was and you knew how, what my relationship was uh, when y'all when y'all started this thing, I'm not coming to your house. I might hit an Angela Bassett and burn <laughs> everything like <laughs> <a sense laughs> trap. I'm going to burn this building. Blue can trail. Exactly. <laughs> I might um, hit a up style, you know, and go to the, the sh- to go shopping and all that. I'm, I understand that, but I just it irked me because all that kind of stuff always irks me right. when it's like, bruh, you got all this misdirected anger, like cheaters. Yeah. And they call <laughs> as a girl. Oh my god! Like you, you didn't say vows with that girl. You said vows with your husband, and he ain't shit, and he done walked off. And you still fighting this girl and trying to drag her across the parking lot. But like, we, what? But we all know what happened in GLOW is something that happens every day. Exactly. I, I can point out a 
thousand men without a doubt that yo have if your girl cheat on them i'm gonna knock that dude out not once and i'm not saying you should do this no one has ever said maybe i should knock her out not saying you should do that but no one even thinks to come at the person that directly know they're wrong oh no see, i don't know that i don't know right. bro i done heard plenty of dudes be like i'm gonna kill that bitch like I, <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> okay be like i'm gonna get that dude later but i'm gonna kill him i'm like okay um I, don't do that right i <laughs> feel like just what you're saying nobody ever populates the questions like let me talk to them and see what they know Mm-hmm. If they know, right. be a champion. That's because I mean that's because that's because nobody. It's it, when it's feelings involved, nobody's using logic. They not most of it. No humans don't. Period. Right. You react off emotion when something like that. It's happens. all emotion. Yeah, you don't. You don't. I'm listening. There's no logic behind it. It's just it's just pure emotion, and and then it's like it's like they act and then think about it later. Right. That's like, why. Oh, shit. Going. That's why there's things like crimes of passion. Like people really have. Yeah. Like there are real, actual legal charges where you can be charged with a crime of passion because you just lost your fucking mind in the moment. Like, oh, okay. So if I was just so angry, that I just stabbed dude. And you're like, well, it was a crime of passion, so let's not send him to jail for as long. Like, no, bro. Now, no, like. <laughs> now, sometimes you gotta take that step back. I'm wild well, I've been cheating on. Yeah. And finding out, it's like, okay. Before I kill anyone, <laughs> let me see the parts in this. But you know what? You're abs- both absolutely right. People don't take that step back. No, they don't. Most of the time, no. But yeah, I enjoyed that. So, how did y'all feel about the you know since, since us being African American, uh, the whole wel- welfare queen storyline? I think that um, uh, of the stereotype. If I, if I may step in, I think go, go ahead. bounce back on something we were saying earlier. Uh-huh. Um, I felt like she was like, yo, this is my role. I have to do this to get where I need to be. And because she acknowledged like, yo, this is a horrible role. Like this is, I'm giving in to all the stereotypes that they think of us. And remember her son took issue with that. But she was like, but you see everything this is doing for us? I'm doing this for the bigger picture. Sometimes you have to be wrong to be right. I thought it was a good one. Right. I mean, my my thing with it is, um, I just figured, you know, with the with the, you know, they was with the times, and it was like they were every. It was so insensitive back then. Like you got you got the like they made the old the, the white chicks come out with the KKK hoods on and all that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. It, it was or just how a, the Indian girl was a, uh, back in the day. Oh yeah, Beirut. Yeah, yes, that was or even the old white hurt. women with just mean old white women all the time. <laughs> but they, but they stole the terrorist. Uh, oh yeah, she she stole the whole act. No, the whole gimmick in, in the show. Right. And they were explaining. She's like, I don't want to be this terrorist thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I built a new character where she was supposed to get uh, beat down, and throw, the, throw and, a grenade, and, and rise as a phoenix, as a phoenix, and be a different character. And the white, and the white, and the white woman stole her. Stole, stole the gimmick. Her stole the whole gimmick. And became the toxic Burn twins. Them. Yep. Oh, so mm. it's real life. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's yeah. real life. <laughs> what do you think the show was doing? <laughs> Being fake until that oh, point? That's real life. No, I mean, like, just with other things that are not. Because it's like, how many, 
how uh how often do you really live up to stereotypes like hard stereotypes in your daily life however cultural appropriation mm-hmm. <laughs> and um wait wait bring a what no <laughs> cultural appropriation and going and taking credit for, for things that are not yours that has nothing to do with wrestling that's just everyday life uh-huh um but you know looking at it now in 2018 i don't think if this was back in the 90s and i was watching this and i was just like this is trash but looking at it now in the 2018 like like and we've already disproven that people who abuse welfare most are our white counterparts. I don't, uh. I don't really care. Because um, y'all can be mad if you want, but if I bring out, uh, um, you know, Bobby Sue or whatever, and she the welfare queen, I don't want to hear shit because she really is the welfare queen. You, you want to hear the, the best of truth of that? No matter how many facts you have, that don't mean people going to believe oh. it. Care. No. <laughs> this is for my own personal. Oh, yeah. all, right, all right, cool. Well, I right. good there. I, but this is the thing: it's because if people have been doing it, like we already said, people have been doing it forever and ever. It's That's... like you look back now. You have people who look back now and say people like Sammy Davis Jr. and the Johnson Brothers and all of them was cooning and completely will disregard their talent because they're like y'all was just performing for white folks. What else was there to do? <laughs> and that's my point. Yeah, what that's else are my you point. Doing? Like, Granted, that was there, but we still see some of those truths now. I feel like people are still paying some of those dues nowadays. Yes, we're in a different time. Yes, it's better, but it still ain't great. Yeah. Yes, it's all right, but it still ain't fixed. Some people still gotta play their role, and I feel like they know that. Like, this is who I have to be. This well, is who you're gonna see me as. This is why I have to be to get us to that next step. Well, I'm saying they, they had to play their role in the show because also. They brought up some of the, you know, things that's going on today with women mm-hmm. and how that they didn't get their TV show deal because Ruth didn't want to fuck the, yep. the president of the, of the TV oh, show. Oh, yeah, that yep. was, that was, that made me oh. mad, yo. I mean, I, like I told you before, that's after real. you said something about, at the that, is real. that podcast you was listening uh-huh. to, and they was like, he didn't like how they was doing the whole Me Too thing. And I was like, of the shows that I've seen thus far... That was the biggest quote unquote me too thing that I've seen. But this happened in the time where all of these allegations that we're hearing now happened. are from. Like we're confused. Right. Like No, but I'm saying but see that's what happens when you assume and you take what other people are saying instead of going and checking out the show for yourself. Oh no no. I'm I so- didn't say I didn't think that's what it was. I watched it. No, I'm talking about him. Oh. Talk about Don Tony. Did he not watch it? He didn't watch it yet. That's what So what the hell? Okay. You know what I'm saying? You can't judge something because what people are saying yeah, because, because people have hidden agendas. That's just the way we are. Exactly. This is the same people. This is probably the same people who don't believe any of this shit happened or anything's wrong with what happened. Yeah. You know what I think was crazy about that part in the show? Yeah. Seeing where Ruth was at, like, yo, I'm not going to, um, I don't even got the right word. I'm going to say disrespect. Yeah. So that works. I'm not going to disrespect myself to get us there, but Debbie was on the right other side, like, if you disrespect yourself, we would have got there. You never had to do this again. So it's like you don't say yourself for that. I see she, where Debbie came from with that. No, I'm not say saying she's right no, at no. all, but I see how she got to that thought process. But you if do it you once, turned it back around, it, and then it's forever. No, you do you do it once, and it, it follows you. It follows yeah. you. He's just coming like, back. Just like think about it. People make be making jokes and shit about women who slept their way to the top in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Who they very well may have just had some kind of relations with somebody, and it had nothing to do with trying to get them to the top. But it's gonna follow them. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, and guess who gets fired? 
the woman. The woman. Right. It's going to yeah. follow them. And it's like, if you had flipped it on his head and been like, so you going to go fuck him? And she had been like, oh, I would never. Great so, example. Let's put that. Did Ruth say that to Debbie? Yeah, look. Did she say that? What? Yo, you, would you have slept with him? Yeah. Look, great yep. example. What happened to Lita? Done. What happened to Edge got three kids of Beth Figs. They, they did a Hall of Fame marriage. Exactly. Matt Hardy got Rebby and Matt ass all, uh, on that mansion. King Maxwell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he, he got two kids with his Spade family. And where is Lita? Exactly. Lita is um, at the bottom. According to Instagram from earlier this week, she was just sitting on a curve. There was some like pictures around. It was called like the broken mural. It really was. I, I don't know. That's how I see it was a table for three. <laughs> that's, that's about she it. Why was Alexa Bliss there? Uh, yeah, Yo, oh my god. Let's not get Because it should have been Mickey oh, James, but boy. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Alright. Stay on target. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was about to bring her ass up because they were talking about she was sleeping her she was sleeping around with folks. I wouldn't be surprised because all of a sudden yep. she got some titties and now she on TV and they, she got the title again. But I whatever. absolutely seen that about Alexa Bliss and Listen man, Alexa Bliss ain't do nothing. <laughs> hey, look, listen here now. We will start with her. <laughs> but, you better. <laughs> I mean, I th- does it come the idea of get in where you fit in or fight for what you want? Look, but like Sam said when she said, "I'm the reason why we didn't get the TV deal." Can I see him? And he said, "Fuck, that's a relief because I'm not blaming myself, and the guy's an asshole." Right. And he's a dick. And he said, you know what? We're going to find our way. If nobody watches me, we're going to just do it our way anyway. And then it all comes together in the season finale. I don't want to spoil well, it. With that being said, we oh, all know care. we know that's how Sam... But he didn't see it. Oh, he didn't see well, it either? He yeah. didn't see the finale. We know that's how Sam... I didn't see the finale, yeah. We absolutely know from multiple stories at this point, that's not how other directors and producers feel. No. Exactly. No, they don't, Some producers were like... I need you to do this so we can make it. Exactly. No. But Debbie was only saying that out of anger because if she loses this job, she has nothing. Nothing else. And if she has nothing else, all it's going to be is dealing with the pain of divorce. And, and it's Ruth's fault. Well, what that's no, it. No, no, Debbie no. blamed Ruth, Ruth for that as well. No, no, I'm not. You out here with your lily white dreams. You can get another job. The rest of these chicks around here... Not gonna be able to she, she don't want no normal job though. She wanna be on that. She wanna be on that spotlight. With that being said, that's, I know, that's why she was so I know happy women to be. in my life and women in the street and women yeah. I grew up with and women from my hood for my family that I could walk up to that would have made the same decision that Debbie said because they lived that life and it's unfortunate that they think that way. That's not the answer. I agree that that's not correct, but I also have to say that is absolutely some people's thought process on it. Like, oh no, I know. I gotta do what I gotta do, or else I'm gonna lose everything. Think about that. <sighs> everybody, unless you do something that you truly love, goes in and puts on the face every day, and from nine to five to go get their check mm-hmm. every day. Because I can't tell you how many times I really be wanting to deck bitches in their mouth at work, and I really have to catch myself. That's why I gotta see that movie, The Guy with the White Person Voice. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. I heard that was a great movie. I heard it was too. So I got to see that definitely also. Make sure. Movie experience. Plug it. Just check it out for a second. Shameful plug. Shameful. It ain't shameful at all. If you put it up on Facebook, it ain't shameful. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Okay. I got you. I'm so, so I would definitely recommend season two for anybody out there. Q, definitely watch the season finale. I yeah, think I'm it all, I'm it all comes full circle. It does. 
comes very so close up together. Been confirmed for another season or not? Go There's going to be a three. There's going to be a third. That, I would be surprised right. if there's not a third. So, but then Glow shout out to the life show shout out to the cameos. Yes, shout the show to... real life does end, but not at that point. That's how yeah. I feel. I know they can do another season. Yeah. Now after the third, we'll have to see. It can't, it can't push it. But I'm just saying, but yeah, I'm some, saying. some shows only should go for so long. It's like certain shows that seem like this is really good, but where the hell y'all going after this? But but as of <laughs> right now, the way they're going, if we're getting like one season. Every year, right. when it comes to glow, I'm cool with that. Hey man, I'm good with that. Yeah, it's like you said something. I guess I'm. Going. I'm so glad. I'm so glad y'all. Yeah, I'm so glad. Like I, I tuned in to watch it because I'm really enjoying the show. Like, 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 like y'all know me. I'm young. I'm, I'm young as hell. But yeah, I, I, grew, I grew up with old. School, I grew up with old school parents. So like, just even hearing the music, like I'm sitting here singing all the songs. Oh yeah, I'm like, uh, it's a straight like, right. Oh yes, I did right. I'm like, this is this is giving me life yeah. right now, man. Like. And, and yeah, I just had to, like I said, like as far as like the stereotypical shit going on, I'm like, you know what, it, it's, the, it's the 80s, like I'm not going to get mad at that. It, it, no, I just but, know that's how that's how it was back with the old school shit. Like they were they were less insensitive than they are yeah. today. But I, I, I like how it teaches the lesson. It shows the insights of women being in a, rest, a male-dominated wrestling business and industry mm-hmm. and how dealing with the pressure... Of things, and then also they're teaching people about wrestling, kind of like a "don't steal my move" mm-hmm. type thing, right? Which, which right, happens. which happens. Even you know though, even though, even though one of them did pull out the accolade, it's like no. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, saying, <laughs> I'm saying, but you know, at, at, back then it was like a serious no-no. Back then, because that's all you had back then. Exactly, yep. and then it was very character-driven. So I like how they showed the little eonses about you know the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. It helps us. Like I said, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to watch Glow. But final grade, huh? I'm listening, kid. Oh, no, I'm about to say now. I don't know how it really was back then, but I was glad to see the men like helping, like the male wrestlers, just like throwing a vice out there and just helping the yeah, you know, helping the women and whatever. Because I don't know how it was back then. Because you know, it, it was a you know, wrestling was a male dominated sport, and back then I don't you know I don't know how you know women were treated back, oh, back then. Obviously, but on, on the sh- yeah. show, yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah, here. episode for real. Wait till you get to find out episode on season this, two. That'll answer all of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. But yeah, I like I like um I like that the male wrestlers were you know they were there to help and yeah. you know just just the small stuff like that. Yeah. So like I said, so I I'm very glad for um hopefully season three absolutely to come up with that and everything. So uh let's move on quickly because you know see we we had a long pockets going, but you know what? I think it was a very intriguing one, very good one. As I that mind one bit. Yeah. Oh, so I agree. Uh, let's go on to fantasy points. Hey. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> B team. Oh boy. So. boy. Let's go into the fantasy points this week. Uh, we a whole new week. Extreme rules happen. B team. B team has uh, I swear, they have just does. That pickup was golden. It, it was, was you know what? I'm not sure if somebody really likes Bo and Curtis or, or just, they really? just that mad at Bray. Yo, Bray, get an impact contract. You and Oscar, please. Yeah. <laughs> that is what you get. You out here getting sloppy toppy. From, uh, from JoJo. From JoJo with the car. They ain't a bad sloppy toppy, though. Part of JoJo be like, babe, I lost the belt. Uh-huh. You still got me. Uh-huh. I still have the championship. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, like, 
Bray Wyatt talking to Bray Wyatt voice with Jordan Gibson here, like a little bit deeper. I, I can see him and then get, and get all the training, but you know what? I'm not gonna talk about Bray right here. We're gonna talk about points. I just want to shout out Bo Dallas Bray Wyatt impression. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yo, his, his Bray Wyatt impression. I even like Curtis Axel's Woken Back impression. No, uh, uh, now, now, Curtis will do Woken better, but it, I, I'm kind of mad Bo do Bray better than Bray. It's so good. It's so perfect. <laughs> and I'm just like Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So um. First of all, I was down. He said, "You know, yeah, I'm the eater of worlds with a little salt, and pepper, <laughs> some seasons, some paprika, a little guacamole, <laughs> some paprika." I, I was dying. I was that like, was six or seven weeks of gold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people fuck all this up. So, in last place, tied for twenty points apiece, is Quattro and Q Flow Flow the rookie. <laughs> I am out the negative. <laughs> Finally. Shisuke, Shisuke, yeah, Shisuke winning the belt. Yes, but but, Finally. but the BT win the tag team titles and Alexa Bliss had money in the bank. This man was at one hundred and one thirty, negative right. one thirty-five. Right. The return. And, and this man came back and he has positive twenty. Uh, coming in and see, it's in fifth, sixth place. Coming in in fourth place with fifty-five points is the one that's the San Diego Comic Con right now, and that's prime time. Oh. I know. I guess you're trying to find, you're trying to go find some more points. Uh, coming in next in third place with 60 points is JD Moxie. He took a fall from grace because uh he took a bad fall. My yeah. goodness. Because Sanity, Seth, Jose, and the, the leader of worlds and Corbin had just been taking L's. I said anyone on SmackDown. Yeah, 10 points will help, bro. <laughs> when, when you was up like 175. They won on the pre-show. Yeah, I, I, I calculated that. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, and coming at second place with 85 points, because he made a blow bounce back, uh, Swag on zero, because he's scary for a little bit, because he had Rusev, New Day, Usos, mm-hmm. Roman. I'm like, everybody was like taking L's. But, uh, and Braun, <laughs> I was like, just... God. <laughs> gave it away. Just gave the W away. Is that Carmella? I'm going to say so. And TJP. And in first place, the first time I've ever been in first place. Yeah, I'm tired of her, bro. I'm sorry. It, yeah. The first time I've ever been in first place in a fantasy is Mr. A&E with 405 points. 405? Jesus. I'm going to tell you exactly how I did this. Why is it that when I finally get on top, I rigged the game? Because yes. it's your game. <laughs> but everybody else been winning. Oh, but I've been lo- I lost every single fan hold since on, we hold started. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did? How'd you? How'd you score? How'd you score Dolph Ziggler at Extreme Rules? One match, tw- twenty-five points. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I, I thought I was about to say I thought he gonna count because right. I was I was because watching bitter shit. Like I bet he's gonna count. No, the, no, um, I, 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 I didn't even do that. I didn't count the falls. No, I got Lashley winning the Roman Reigns, winning Sami Zayn. Those pay per view wins, those twenty five points. Be uh, yeah. with triple threats, and he's pinning your people like Elias. I had uh, the undisputed error. They did get the belt yeah. back. Uh, they lost them, then got them back. I have Shane Baszler. Shane Baszler ain't take a loss since I drafted her. I have the Bludgeon Brothers ain't take a loss other than Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, in singles action. Since you, I drafted you them, like you lucky because you got people that's not canceling each other out. Right? Yeah, because I was smart. I got Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. 
When everybody clowned me when I drafted them, especially primetime, you San Diego Comic Con ass, I sat there and I said, all right, watch. And look what happened. Dolph won the championship. Right. McIntyre beat Seth Rollins on Raw. He did. And then it's just like, he, he lost a weapon. He didn't get pinned. So that's only minus five. Then I got Velveteen Dream, who, who has been losing for me a little bit, but he just, you know, uh, still great matches. Still great God, matches. God, he's going against he's going against EC3 at Takeover. Bro. First off, did y'all see the promo no. for Velveteen Dream? I did not. I'll, I'll get to that I did next. Not, too. I'm sure. I'm sure it was beautiful. Oh, it was, dude, it was great. I'll get to that. Um, I just picked up Leo Rush. All wins. <laughs> All wins. All uh, wins. I had. Thanks to Something else stupid. Right. Topanga can't save him twice. Again, he don't say nothing else. I have Lars Sullivan. He lost. Uh, yeah, he lost. I took that. I took that L. Ruby Riot, but she got injured. She's gone. But Ruby Riot got me seventy points. She, it, she's it, been winning. Oh, cut that gauntlet match. Yes, yo. that gauntlet match got me like forty points that night. That's wild. Uh, War Raiders. They ain't no loss yet. One L. I I got Jason Jordan, who ain't been there he yet. Ain't been there, so no. And then I got Bianca Belair, who been getting me wins before just this week. Yeah, before she got hurt. Yeah, she's injured though. She's out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she, she did. Really hurt. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, damn. Who injured her? She got. She probably got injured. Probably herself. She, Montez she, Ford. She got married what like is the. That on the way. Y'all got married on the same day. Do they actually married? Yeah. Yeah. They got yeah. married on the same day as y'all. They got married. Yep. <laughs> what? I didn't even know that. How did they got married before we did. I. Well, you How know. How do I not know this? I went on Instagram oh, yeah, yeah. and no. I saw yeah. their marriage pictures freshly up y'all day of y'all wedding. I was like. They got married right before we did. They what? She was on her honeymoon cutting promos and shit. Go ahead, Bianca. And I was cranking up because <laughs> you could tell because they only did from here on up. Yeah. So like she probably went and put her her top on. Yeah. And still got her bikini bottoms on. It was just like y'all bitches think just because I'm not there. She was going to I like her. Yeah, all right. Well, you know what? Hey. Instagram but yes, they really quick. did get married. They did. And they danced down the aisle like we did. They did. They did. I, I'll show you. Oh, sweet. All right. Well, you know what? Hey, you know, congratulations to them. But that's the fancy update. We're going to end it off here with NXT um, real quick. So make sure I uh, mark this down. So NXT this past week, it wasn't that many matches, actually. Cash Zono is showing that he's still a knockout artist. So he won? Yes. What? Wow! In, in like a couple seconds too, he like laid boy out like. Wow. Mm. Who was it? A driver? Uh, was it? A I think he he had a name, but I'm just saying. But uh, they all do have names. I mean, I I know it wasn't like no Donovan Die Jack or nothing like that. But yeah, he won that match. I think they rebranded him too. That's nice. Well, June twenty second. Okay, so, yeah. So a week it was before y'all. Yeah. Exactly a week before y'all. Pretty much. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Go ahead. So. Uh, yeah. All right. Those so those some nice pictures right yeah, there. Yeah, they, they had a really nice wedding. They had a nice wedding. I mean, that that bread though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you you yeah. your balls. Enjoy yourself. Got off. Uh, look at that picture. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a good picture, man. Yeah. Um, Lacey Evans beats Dakota Kai. I, you know what? I'm like, why not have I picked up Lacey Evans? Like, I actually like Lacey Evans. 
Actually, like Nick Sanders. Kodakai is doing Bailey better than Bailey. Yes. <laughs> and she is. She's like, she's. Bianca she Belair is doing Sasha Banks better than Sasha Banks. She's Bailey 2.0. Just like Mandy Rose is Eva Marie 2.0. No, Mandy Rose is just Mandy Rose. As Kurt Grace says, God's greatest creation. That should be she her is, tagline. She is bad. She is. She is bad. Uh, man, look. I, I enjoy her personally because she is pretty and she takes it seriously. Yeah. Because she could very well rest on her laurels and just be cute. That girl got some abs, too. Oh, man. I remember that main event. Made eye contact. Yeah, is it? There it is. <laughs> uh, also, the main event of NXT was the triple threat matches. Bianca Belair is injured. Uh, I hope it's not for long, though. I hope not. Nikki Cross versus Candice LeRae versus uh, Kyrie Zane. Even if Bianca Belair was in there, she wasn't going to take the pin. I felt as though I, Kyrie Zane was going to win anyway. She did. So Kyrie Zane, is, you got points for that. Kyrie Zane is going on to take on Shayna Baszler to take over Brooklyn. Yep, we know how that's so going. So they came around full circle. They came around because I mean, I mean, hey, Kyrie Zane beat her at the, for the belt. I'm about to win. Oh, she <laughs> did beat her at the yeah. Yeah, she beat her at the tournament. But look, one of the highlights to me though was Velveteen Dreams promo that he had for Takeover Brooklyn. So he's standing in like you know the NXT area with Charlie Caruso or and I'm sorry interviewing the people, and he's like. And it goes to black, but you still see the silhouette of him. Yeah. And then he's like, "All right, you know, uh, I forgot he said smoke something else, uh, add color." So then you see this purple, these purple clouds come up. Yeah. And then he explains his career. He says, "Take over war games." He said, "At the back, you hear everybody chanting Velveteen, Velveteen." And he says, "You know, take over uh, war games." The dream got his name, and they show Alistair Black Alistair saying Black. his name, yeah. and then they said at Takeover Philly, uh, the, the the dream, you know, knocked out Cassius Ono. They, they, they showed that. I was there. Then they then they showed uh, Takeover New Orleans, and him rising to the top and doing the the, the elbow drop off the, the ladder to Lars Sullivan, mm-hmm. and then he said. Uh, take over Chicago, another match of the year contender. Show him a ricochet. Yeah. And then he says, the, uh-huh. the lights are going to be bigger at Take Over Brooklyn. Dream over. Now, I'm just paraphrasing what the promo was. I was just like, get this guy a win, please, at a takeover. <laughs> Except for, he, he beat Cassius Ono. Yeah. That's what he beat. But he lost to Alistair Black, but he got his name set, so you got put over that match. Right. The ladder match, it was a ladder match. Right. It was, it was, he probably was going there anyway. But and that then, Ricochet match was just... Yeah. That's, that's that Ricochet match was beyond crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it's, it's in the top ten. Like, in that, NXT, maybe that. two of Johnny Gargano matches. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Gargano is, is being selfish right now. He just, he just getting all the slots for the match of the year. Right. And we not even... We in the six-month period, this man already got like three matches up there already. <laughs> And I'm just like, he gonna face Ciampa again for this rubber match? I'm hoping it's on the cell. He's in the triple threat match. That's what I was about to say. No spoilers. Quattro did not see it. I mean, I, I predicted that. Okay, so so you know already? I predicted triple threat match for the belt. Oh, well, Ciampa's a champion now. Spoiler alert. I'm so lost. It's too late now. You can say it. I'll take it. No, don't worry. Points! Assist! That's <laughs> points! I have Ciampa! I'll take it! Yes! You can't, yes. you can't have the points until they put it on TV. Don't have, oh, they're coming. Get me ready. Can you take an L? Yes. Welcome to Slash. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does have Chopper. Oh, boy. And he lost, uh, who, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, but I'm, 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 I'm going to do better the next round, man. I'm going to do better the next round. Yeah, one of the towels like, damn, it's on the tape. But yeah, 
So if y'all haven't seen it, I recommend y'all checking out y'all check out that Velveteen Dream. <laughs> they have it. Uh, well, I mean, this time when we texted, they did they did say breaking news, spoiler alert. They did put that in there. Uh-huh. So it's your responsibility if you weren't there and seen it anyway. Well, you Wait. see, I saw it on the top. I gotta see uh, it. Somebody put up a picture. That wasn't WWE that did that. No, I'm just saying, but WWE made sure they, they put spoiler alert out there on it anyway. I'm just like, wow. Crap, he's gonna lose a takeover now. Yeah, and br- bruh. No! Because <laughs> Gorgano. Because Gorgano take it there. I'm sorry. God damn it. Yep. Gorgano take it there. It's gonna probably be, I wanted to be in the hell of the cell so What's bad. What's happening now? What's the butt? What's happening now? What's the butt? He ain't doing nothing. I don't he know. Get, he he call him up. No, he was getting no. the Jericho cheer with the belt. I don't know. His belt, where his one wasn't. You know. Turn him heel. Turn him heel. Turn Dream face and have he, a, have have a match again. Not a heel all the time. Who? Like, Alistair Black? Black. That is she, his persona. He has a heel persona, like, but a face love. Like a CM Punk. My man got his him and his his crazy music and. You're right. Well, guys. Yeah, look, that crazy entrance. That is all for the podcast today. I hope you guys were still with us. We went really long, almost two and a half hours. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff talked about, got a lot of things done. I appreciate all y'all coming here and uh, sharing y'all opinions on that. So make sure you, if you guys, uh, we don't have any emails this week. So hopefully we have some next week. But uh, if you want to email us, if you're on YouTube, you go to the About tab. And then you can go on to the, the Real Nerd Coalition. Dot com so the real nerd coalition at gmail.com. Same thing with you on the podcast apps the real nerd coalition at gmail.com. C O A L I T I O N and put wrestling topic in the subject line. And then also, if you want us to retro, put retro in the subject line as well. And make sure you guys check out the Market Dark Show right there on spaciousproductions.com. Make sure you check out their website and all the other great things you got over there, including us, no gimmicks needed. And no gas from talk podcast. Make sure you guys check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, Speaker, SoundCloud, and Google Play for all your podcast needs. And of course, us on YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for weekly podcasts right here on the channel. Hit the like button if you guys enjoy the great listen. And you know, everybody has an opinion, so post down in the comments your opinions about everything that we talked about today. So it's time to wrap it up, guys. But once again, this is NC the place to be. Channel Twenty Must Stay and D uh, and the hard off from the Soul Track Enterprise Quattro. All right, good night. Uh, my beautiful wife, the greatest catch lady sketch. It's been real, y'all. And the man, the myth, the reality, Mr. Copyright Music himself, Q Flow, Flow the Rookie. Take it easy, everybody. And a shout out to uh, my other co host who's over in San Diego right now, but he can't come to Philly. He can go all the way exactly. to the West Coast. <laughs> <right. laughs> he, can't, he can't come up the East Coast. He can't come up the East Coast, but he can go all the way to the West Coast with three hour difference. Over there, saying it's always somebody. He, he's, I said, it's priorities. I guess. And I was just like, how, how'd you get there? He was just like, somebody invited me. And I was just like, how many invites you just get? You got this lucky day. We invite you to Philly. You say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, if you I'll offer, he could have stayed at my house. I told him if he comes, he got a place to stay. No, 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 no. Just call him Florida Chubbs. <laughs> well. Q flow, oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'll legally take you guys out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> legally take us out. <laughs>
you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host Mr. A&E Yeah you know it's the place to be It's NC Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize Playing Chumba Casino online I was only playing for fun So winning was a dream come true Chumba Casino is America's favorite Free online social casino You too could have the chance to win Life changing cash prizes Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.